And then what happens pretty early on in the book, after establishing this wonderful friendship and their love for each other, they straight stomp the yard at us. Do you know what I mean by that? Held off the mate, oh, the mate, somebody that we went there for early in the game and switched up the game. Cause I'm still mad about that. I'm still, as a, how old were we? We were young. We were young. We were teenagers. We, were young. I remember going we went there Chris because Chris Brown. Brown. The movie Chris Brown. He dancing and he's stomping the yard. And they killed off Chris Brown and brought us Columbus Short. I don't now, remember I'm now. not complaining. I yeah. love me some Columbus Short, especially after that movie. They definitely that movie. they that was a that was a real hook. Yeah. Hook line sinker type. Sinker. Got us all. But I just thought I could fall in love with him. They with did not Chris. even put it in the trailer. And I like you gotta know. They were so smooth. They, were they so made sneaky. it seem like it was all about Chris Brown. And we loved him. Mm-hmm. Before Rihanna and everything. This is before that. Then they just stomped him out, shot him up in the dog one. Early. Early. I don't remember him saying that one thing. I just remember the I smile. Yeah, I don't remember his words. I, remember I just remember the smile, like <laughs> in the in the trailer. That's all I remember. It's the only I thing. His moves. I remember his dance moves. Yeah, and then dead. <laughs> <laughs> and dead. He was dead, girl. They yeah. did it to us. They did that to us in this book. They straight. Freedom one. Yeah, we just begun. Three words, two friends, one wish. As of yet, I am very, very new. Is that a thing, Buccaneer? No, I just made that up. Um, okay. Maybe I'll be the Buccaneer. So, <laughs> haven't done it before. I don't know all the gist of how to talk about a book for you people who love watching people talk about books. So, just deal with what I got for you. Okay, just deal with it. So, to begin, Talisa. <laughs> Make me nervous. Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. There has been a book series and an author that I've been trying to get you into for a while now. It's all right. It's all right. I got my bestie Ari in it with me. Mm-hmm. She understands. She loves the books too. Like we pay to see this woman. But mm-hmm. Corona stopped the dream because Corona is a petty, petty female male's figure of a virus. Why she be that? What did you say? Say it again. Why she gotta be that? Everybody refers to her as a she. Why well, can't be a he? You right. Rhoda is a petty man virus. A virus. Mm, hello. Hello. He's a virusman. Petty mm-hmm. man. You're right. He can be kill, a man. steal, and destroy. That's right. That's right. Even though women hold grudges much longer than the men's do. So that's maybe why we all refer to this as a <laughs> with a slow blink. With a slow blink though. So. I will neither confirm nor deny. So the author that I am in love with, my gosh, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah J. Mass. Mm-hmm. You knew her. She knew she was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've learned that people out here call her 
or say you're mash trash if you love her books. But basically, mm. even the ones who absolutely love her is like, I'm mash trash and I'm proud of it. And there's I, there's I, that I, kind of turf wars in the in the land of books. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Crazy. Like somebody actually took the time out to read a book and then trashed the book after reading it. Isn't it crazy? Because it's not that crazy it. when you think about everything else. That's true too. We take the time to watch whole movies, whole series, and all that stuff. Some people in the book world, they go in on the reading the way we go in on the, the watchings. But that's a whole that's that's a lot of dedication, a lot of commitment, a lot more is than two though? hours. Is it though? Right. It's not well, gonna be. It's not gonna be two to three hours. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But if you consider a series of a show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a whole series of a show, like season one of something can last 20 i mean it could be as easy as if it's like eight episodes it's eight hours right Mm -hmm. but it could Mm -hmm. also be 20 episodes like a Grey's anatomy or something that's 20 hours you dedicated to this show or if you think about the seasons of shows that actually are one book Mm -hmm. you spread that out like five seasons are all that that one book is five seasons of show that's mad hours so it's just taking in the information in a different way and then you got readers who are like speed demons like my girl ari who can read through something by the by the end of the day if it comes out she's she's got she only needs her 24 hours dang dang busy doing something then she might take three days at the moment you know what i'm saying saying? so reading is like a sport that's a thing for people they're not into they can check with tv but if that's your way and you a good fast reader, then they do it. Yeah. So yes, I am mass trash, um, or I'd like to say mass class. <laughs> because nice. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loves mm-hmm. me some, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, friend. Okay. I had to. All right. All Perfect. right, friend. Perfect. Appreciate. Yeah, <laughs> As I do work in you library. really look like you're about to read. I do work in a library. <laughs> so, things I just wanted to, to point out, right? Her characters, mm-hmm. full explanation that, that I can think of right now because I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. You believe that? I'm nervous. About reading it? Not read. I'm not reading it. These are just my notes. I'm just nervous oh. about doing this. I'm so confident in the, the film where I'm nervous about talking about a books. Huh. Or books. Don't be scared. I know, it's weird. But Sarah J. Mass books are definitely female-led. That's number one, which is awesome. Power to the females. Work. Mm-hmm. Also, they're all completely different women. Like all her, I'm talking about all her books. Okay. Um, but I feel like they're the thing that they have in common, which I absolutely love, they're all I call like um mute artists. She has a whole thing which calls Silent Assassins in one of her books, like one of her main characters from the first book she started writing when she was 17. Whole beginning of the book, you realize that the main character, who's a female, is also an assassin, which is super cool and immediately like, I'm interested. Because how many mm-hmm. times you read about or know about female assassins? It's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So she mm-hmm. has a whole like crew in there she calls the silent assassins, which she has trained with, this female lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like all of her, in relation to that, I feel like all of her female characters and all her books are mute artists. What do I mean by that? I mean, artists, artists. I was about to ask. Hey, it's fine. And please feel free to ask questions, interrupt, whatever. 
new artists, artists in the fact that they're, they have talent and hobbies and passions that don't necessarily have to do with their mouths. Okay. Not like singing or um, public speaking or anything like that. They're all mute. Like, for instance, her first, um, the assassin from her first book, and that's the Throne of Glass series that she started writing when she was 17. Seven books altogether because there's six books in the series, but there's a seventh, which is a novella, which is the, the prequel. Okay. The novella is like a short novel. Mm-hmm. And that's the prequel to everything to kind of find out all her stuff. It wraps into the rest of the story before mm-hmm. we get her in the first book. So her first character, the mute, the mute artist, I call them. Her first mm-hmm. character is a musician. She loves the piano. She loves music. She loves it all. Okay. So that's what I mean by um, the first part of like mute, mute artists. She mm-hmm. like, even though they have these very like elaborate, fantasy lives without having magic or are doing all this other stuff they all have a passion or a hobby that mm-hmm. like grounds them that defines who they are okay you know, it's not spread out through the whole book it's constantly beating in your face like and you know she loves this and you know she loves no it, but it creeps up in almost every book or every chapter what their hobby or their love is who re- like when they really feel true them feel themselves okay so she's a musician she plays the piano like no joke then you have from my favorite series, most people's favorite series, the um, Akatar, A Court of Thorns and Roses. That's the one I keep trying to get. Yeah. Her character, that so the first one's Aelin, she's a musician. The second one is Farah, she's a painter. So um, a painter and drawer. And then you have her newest book, the Crescent City series, which is going to be a whole series. Mm-hmm. It was good, girl. That's the newest one everybody's been talking about. But anyway. Crescent City. That's the newest one. That character's name is Bryce. She is a dancer. Okay. And I love that she has like these main passions that each one has, even though in these crazy elaborate worlds, this kind of huge mm-hmm. passion they all have. And then Sarah, I consider her um, a mute master herself because she is the writer. And I think okay. that's why I kind of um, connected to all these passions. Okay. Because all these females. I feel like as a writer myself, a lot of times I can talk, I can tell a good story, I can hold people's attention, it's fun, I like to talk, but a lot of things in my head, I just feel like I can't get out through my mouth. I mm. can only get down when I, out when I write it down, every single feeling, every single emotion, like it literally, when I write it down, I feel like, oh, I got, this is, this is really a release for me, like, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. it's out of me now. So I mm-hmm. feel like Matt, Sarah is like that. She's a mute master herself, that she's a writer. That's her passion, that's her drive, and it's her art. And then right. her main three characters, female characters who have been amazing, have all had their own mute master arts too, with the musician, the dancer, the painter, all mm-hmm. in which they don't speak it. They literally just do it. And that's how they really, really feel. Okay. I just love that. I love that. Yeah. So that's just a little, a little quirk thing that I feel like all her books encompass. The love story, she knows how to write a love story and she knows how to write struggle really well. Mm. Each character has dealt with like some type of trauma or struggle that is so deep. It's like you're in it with them and you're like, how the hell do we make, do we come back from this? Like this, oh. the people they lose or the stuff that they go through, you're just like, how do you come back from what? Mm. And it's like, they are in deep, they get deep into stuff. Each character is just okay. like traumatizing. She knows how to write that, that stuff. I'm trying not to curse. She knows how to write that stuff really, mm. really, really good. 
Mm -hmm. um, and the love story, she knows how to write really good too. And it's funny, something that's also similar in every one of her love stories, and that's all I'm gonna I don't wanna, I, anyway. They all hate each other at first. It's those kind of love stories. Like they oh, I love, I love those. Stand each oh, other. I love <laughs> they fight. They argue. They tear each other. Daddy jerks. Complete jerks. Mm -hmm. Like don't even consider each other. And when you're new to the Sarah J. Mass, the mass class situation, she like her master class rather. She like gets you really into the hate. Like mm -hmm. that mother. You read. I can't stand this. And by the mid to the end, you're like. I, I love him too. Like, you know, like <laughs> she's such a good writer. She takes you on these roller coasters that are so so dope, so dope. I absolutely love her. So that is my overall explanation of the Sarah J. Mass, the Mass class of us all who okay. love her books. Uh, just a quick thing about that. So let's see, which book should I talk about with you? I'll talk about the newest one. We'll go into her old stuff later. So, the newest book. Crescent City. Mm-hmm. It's a big boy. Oh, she thick, thick. She thick, thick. Oh, thick, thick. You're real thick. But that's mm -hmm. good. You want, if you get a Sarah J. Moss book, you want it to be thick, because that's when you're going to get all the juicy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, mm -hmm. give it to me, give it to me. Thing face on deck. <laughs> so yes, Sarah J. Moss, okay, Crescent City, awesome book. I say if you were to start on a Sarah J. Moss book, I wouldn't have anyone start on her long series yet. I wouldn't have anyone start on the Throne of Glass series. That's her longest series. Okay. Basically, she's written Throne of Glass, right? There's seven books there. She's written Akatar series, the Court of Thorns and Roses. That's mm -hmm. four books, including a novella. And then she wrote Crescent City, and she's also written a Catwoman um, thing. So she's written all those books, and her newest baby is Crescent City. Whole new character, whole new world. She, um, and her usual fantasy stories that I love, mm -hmm. they're uh, typical fantasy. Like, what you think of when you think of fantasy? A man? Oh, oh, fantasy. Um, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, Oh gosh! I didn't Lisa know. Patrick. I thought you were talking about that fantasy. Lisa Patrick. You mean fantasy, like fantasy fiction tale? You gotta say sci-fi-ish or something like that. You gotta well, sci-fi is a different type of fantasy because then you got Lord of the Rings. That's not sci-fi. Well, I went to the other one. Ah, oh, fantasy. Uh, I think of, of sci-fi. No, no, I think of like Avatar-ish or um, you know, like with Airbender. Yeah, like yeah, um, <laughs> like when they create a whole world, like yes, and it's normal within their world, like it's not no abnormal, right? Like it's like that's the way things go there. So whatever, yeah, that about true. When I think of fantasy, I automatically think of like old world fantasy, oh, like, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, that kind of thing, like that kind of fantasy world where you know everybody's um, you don't got like working stoves and TVs. Interesting. You know what I mean? When I think of fantasy, I think of that kind of, or, or, or like uh, Narnia type stuff, mm. stuff like that, where, you know, people putting stuff over an open fire and everybody's near trees and land and all this, or it's just old school, like old um, monarchy type of world where 
you have servants and everyone's doing this for you and this kind of thing. That's the fantasy kind of stories I'm used to. Mm -hmm. I kind of go into. And then, of course, there's magic. Mm -hmm. magic. Mm -hmm. So that's her normal route. With like Akatar series, Throw the Glass series, that's her normal route. Okay. This one is updated fantasy. Like literally the people in here have cell phones and powers. Okay. People in here have computers and they're werewolves, like like that, stuff like that. Or like I like that. Or I like, like that. um transfiguration stuff like that, all that kind of power stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I would say for people whoever wants to start mass, these are the best ways to do it. To do either not her longest first series because it is at first a little dry. I love it, but it's a little dry because she wrote it when she like started 17. Mm -hmm. And it gets like cooler and crazier and, and more depth the more you go. Mm -hmm. but if you don't know her you might not want to delve that deep into a sister yet so mm -hmm. crescent city is one book where you just start this world so you'll be caught up or a court of thorns and roses which is only three books which after this the first book is good okay the second book oh stay fast okay something else i should mention for those who aren't ready for it um and don't want to rush into these things Sarah J. Moss's books, she talks about that other kind of fantasy you were talking about. Oh, nasty. You're saying oh. she's nasty. Oh, she's a good nasty, though. Oh, she's a good nasty. You froze. You froze oh. on the stink face. I was like, oh, she must be really nasty. <laughs> <laughs> she's a good nasty. Mm. She's a good nasty. It's all the good nasty things. It's especially if you're married in Hollyfield. Mm. <laughs> which i am not so you're right you're not highly favored and married yet but you can still read this book and feel the feel what well, <laughs> feel the feel of the akata Woo, girl i just i just really want to i'm glad i got ariana to talk about this stuff with but it's really cool when you get somebody else you bring someone else into the fold and you get to hear what they really think Okay, okay. I really wish I could judge. Oof, but okay. You want to? You want to get me to to get? Oh that? yes! At least to You're see right. if it like once you give it Crash the chance, it. if it really ravels you, like you know, get you in like the way it's got me. Cause I'm an audible head. I know not everybody can do it. It's on audible. Hey y'all! 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 I will do that because oh, I'm not buying anything from yeah. Amazon right now. So. And I love the actors in audible. I feel like my film part, the part of loves film and everything mm. that goes with the film. It's satisfying. Is the acting out of all of that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah. new actors in there who make you feel they crying. You can hear it, and it's just like, like you with it. I love it. Ooh, I, I love it. it. Mm. This is death. Oh, I really wish you would try. Oh, hey, I want to try it. I'm gonna try it. I will. No, I will. I got time. I got time. You do have time now. Mm -hmm. And I ordered my other book. I ordered um. You don't want to sit in the car. I tell you, you be want to sneak away. You know what I mean? I'll be like, I, I'll go to the store. You know, <laughs> I get in the car so I can get to that next chapter. Mm -hmm. Or how many Girl. times did you pull up here and just sit in the car? And I'm like, well, somebody said Mike's here. I was like, what? And you just sit in the car like this. Oh, hey, girl. Hey. I my bad. You're right. Yeah, many times. Many, many, many times. And I haven't found another author who's gotten me like that. I've had really good ones, other really good books, but only she has me always like, I just take mm. one another hour. It's all right. Mm -hmm. So, but yes, back to Crescent City. Sorry, everybody. Crescent City is awesome. Um, oh, where's my effect? 
Yes, yes, yes. I like when you put the glasses on. Especially at the bridge of my nose. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, I like that. Yeah, you look inquisitive. Well, no, you look informative. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Crescent City, right? Spoilers always, okay? Because that's what we do. Okay, what's the point of talking about it if you can't talk about it? What's the point of talking about it if you can't talk about it? Go ahead. So, and I'm not one to explain that because I'm not yes, one to Yes, yes. I am anti-spoiler, okay, when it comes to if I really want somebody to see it on their own first, I yeah. will not tell them the ending no matter what. Lisa is the type who's always begging me, just tell me, I don't care, I don't care. She really don't, she'll see the whole thing anyway. Mm -hmm. But it just, don't, it don't sit right with me. I need to feel it, I need you to see it, start over all over. Mm -hmm. Tell me, and I'm not going to tell you. Mm -hmm. But for our shows, what's the point of talking about if you're not gonna talk about it? So I'll do it. Mm -hmm. Do it, do it, do it, do so, it. right, Crescent City. It's the whole overall thing with Crescent City, it's a whole lot of buildup. Okay. 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 Build up in the fantasy, if you know what I mean. That's a definite. Mm -hmm. Most of her books, she goes in. She don't. She don't stop. Okay. okay. Don't throw stop. Glass, get she it. Get it. And she started it when she was seventeen. So throwing a glass doesn't really get busy, busy until like book three, mm. maybe. Like it take a minute. Okay. Or two or something mm. like that. Definitely not book one. I remember reading yeah. that thing like this is great, but I didn't feel you know. Mm. Or the thorns and roses, heavy. <laughs> I remember. I remember right. the feeling. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Crescent yeah. City is extremely build up y. Everything is a build up. The okay. storyline is a build up. The guy she with is a build up that you will never get satisfied with because it's it's literally they keep it at a build up. She basically yeah, she kept everybody at a standstill with that, if you know what I mean. Do you not know that's the reason why I ended up and I'm still watching this Netflix series called um is it called Ladybug or Miraculous? Those are two very different names. Well, it's uh, Miraculous makes her the Ladybug. Hold on two seconds. Give me, <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> because I got to get this thought out and then I'll, I'll leave you to it, I promise. Because it made me mad. And it's uh, Miraculous. Yep, okay. So it's Miraculous mm -hmm. Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir, right? Hmm. And it's uh, like anime, but Americanized anime. Okay. So it's kind of like Sailor Moonish. Like she even transforms with the whole. What is this? Uh, huh? <laughs> All of that. Well, anime is a build up in itself. That's the genre for you. I got All so mad. Build up. It'll because be one fight that lasts three days. Yes. <laughs> You this, this, with Dragon Ball Z? Oh, no, I never watched God. Dragon Ball Z. Never, it never got me. It never got me because I was so done with the ridiculousness. I, 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 I was so done. I should have been sooner than I was. It'd be like so quick. after school, turn it on, and here we are back to. Oh my God! And I remember seeing that, and it'd be like one person like this, <laughs> like in action, in movement, like. Oh, and I'm like, but are you going to yes, get this? Yes, that is anime at all. But go ahead with this show. So it's much like that. It's all build up because they love each other. Okay, so Ladybug loves who miraculous, uh, what who Cat Noir is without the superpowers. Okay, Cat Noir, Noir likes Ladybug, but not um, what's her name? I forgot their real names, but um loves ladybug but not the real ladybug do you get it so one loves the plain one mm -hmm. 
she loves him without the powers. Mm. They're not allowed to know who they are in real life, mm. even though they look exactly the same, just with a mask. Woosa, woosa. And then it's the superhero <laughs> complex. Yes. And then Cat Noir, the guy, likes her as Ladybug, but doesn't like her, the actual person, just likes her as a friend. Mm. And they just go round and round. And then one episode, they mess me up because they actually revealed who they were. But by the end of the episode, they had to undo everything and take away the memory because that would be catastrophic. And everything, this love that they had. Oh, I, I hate when that happens. I, I hate when that happens in a show or a movie. When they over here, they finally, after they made you wait all this time, they finally get together. But then there's a time warp thing or something. Or the person get amnesia. So it's like they never did. I'd be like, I was so mad. I was so mad. I was, was so, so mad. Jeff, when she'd be like, <laughs> No, I hate that. that. I hate it too, man. I hate That's it. That's so too, cute. Though. I didn't know you was watching the anime. Uh, it's it's like Netflix. It's Americanized. It's not anime, anime. I don't feel. It's just a version. Well, I like Americanized anime too. I like mm -hmm. um two things I fell in love with: Sword Art Online. Okay. I can't say it's Americanized, I, but that's an anime I fell in love with. And Seven Deadly Sins. Love that. I heard of that. It's so sexist, but I love it anyway. Oh. <laughs> I was doing Attack on Titan, but goodness, that junk had me just waiting too long. And Death Note was really good, but again, oh. I feel like for people, I would I would make suggestions for Seven Deadly Sins and Sword Art Online before any of those other ones I've watched. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I feel you. I was so mad, but proceed. <laughs> so even throughout all the buildup, you start off with a whole bunch of like excitement, okay? Okay. I feel like at the heart of this story is two best friends. Right. That's all. <laughs> hey, hey, best friends. <laughs> two best friends who really, really love each other. Um, you got one who barely has any powers at all, if nothing at all. She just talks about how minuscule and useless her powers are. And the other best friend, but that's our main character, Bryce. Okay, human with a little bit of power. And there's different types of people in this world. There's the humans, who, of course, very short lifespans, all that jazz. Then you got the Fae, who are people who are very long-lived and they have great powers and they always are beautiful people. Um, Bryce is half and half. She's half Fae, half mm -hmm. human. So people don't like her for that. Same way people be mean to mix people out here. Mm -hmm. um, especially when they feel like one half is superior to the other black and white type thing like that mm -hmm. so she's going through that but she has a best friend who's super powerful is a whole nother breed of um fantasy character they she's um part of this wolf pack where they actually transform into wolves and back into humans okay oh and she's like the most powerful one ever probably um pegged to to land the throne of her grandfather even before her mother like she's that oh, powerful wow and they're best, best, bestie, bestie friends. And they get tore up all the time together, like drugs, drinking, all that kind of stuff together. That's that best friend there. Okay. And sickness and in health, for real. Uh -huh. You get the sense of their, like, closeness and how much they love each other. They, they, this is also a very um, feminist book in that she, like, the characters have no problem with their sexuality. All mm -hmm. the stuff that people put out there, you know, the way you dress and all, you know how they treat women. Mm -hmm. Gotta dress a certain way, do a certain thing, or you'll be perceived a certain way. They're this type of mm -hmm. woman. Like, I'm gonna dress sexy and I don't care. And I'll be with this person if I want to, and I don't care. 
and it's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, and so that's the type of group that they're in and that they love. They're just, they're just wonderful. And then what happens pretty early on in the book, after establishing this wonderful friendship and their love for each other, they straight stomped the yard at us. Do you know what I mean by that? Killed off the mate or the mate, somebody that we went there for early in the game and switched up the game. Cause I'm still mad about that. I'm still as a how old were we? We were young. We were young. We were seeing we ages. Young. I remember going we there. We went like there Chris because Chris Brown. Brown. The movie Chris Brown. Whitney, he dancing and he's stomping the yard. And they killed off Chris Brown and brought us Columbus Short. I don't remember not complaining. I yeah. love me some Columbus Short, especially after that movie. They definitely that they that was a that was a real hook. Yeah. Hook line sinker type. Sinker. Got us all. But I just thought I could fall in love with him. They did not Chris. even put it in the trailer. And I like you kind of know they were so smooth. They, were they so made sneaky. it seem like it was all about Chris Brown. And we loved him. Mm-hmm. Before Rihanna and everything. This was before that. Then they just stomped him out, shot him up in the dog one. Early. Early. I don't remember him saying that one thing. I just remember the I don't, smile. Yeah, I don't remember his words. I, I just his... remember the smile, like <laughs> in the in the trailer. That's all I remember. It's the only thing. Moves. I remember his dance moves. Yeah, and then dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead. He was dead, girl. They did it to us. They did that to us in this book. They straight killed off dead a powerful person, like in her her pack and everything like that. Killed her whole group off. <sighs> it was sad. And the worst, the, 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 okay. So, <laughs> I know, because books are like really in depth. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do everything, but I want to do the main things. Okay. They made it really rough because also when building up their relationship and how much they loved each other, Danica, they have like, a, um, in their pack of their people, they have like these groups, these packs that are kind of like police forces or departments. They, they together, they are like the team. You want to call SWAT mm-hmm. team, you want to call this team. Mm-hmm. Out of all the different packs from their people, she was her pack was like the biggest and baddest pack. They always got ish done type deal, right? So, and her mom was evil, and we thought she was jealous at Heffa, and she was evil. Okay, Danica's mom, the wolf's mom. All right. Okay. So, her and her pack, super cool, super strong. One of the people in her pack, her second, like her second main man, Connor, I believe his name was, okay. loves him some Bryce, who's our main character. She's the mm-hmm. half human barely has any powers mm-hmm. loves her she didn't want to get into deep with nobody because she has commitment issues and all types of issues because she got daddy issues of course <laughs> so she ain't want to start one with him because you know might not work out he's always wanted to start something with her to the point where he basically like talked her into just give me this chance give me this date it's going to be great he was so excited to be with her and she was just like all right i'm gonna give it to you so her last she decided like all right tomorrow we'll go out We'll, we'll start this dating thing. Tonight, though, I'm going to party and live my best life. So she goes into a club with her mm-hmm. the two other best friends. One is like a satyr type of person, um, a goat lady, black, black apparently, dark-skinned, beautiful um, character. But remember, there's different kind of people and, and animals and stuff in this world. Okay. He's like a wonderful dancer as well. I remember Bryce is the dancer, too. Okay. But Bryce mm-hmm. apparently has a body like blah, 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 which mm-hmm. isn't except in the ballerina dance community. So she never got to do it professionally. While her mm-hmm. friend who's like half goat legs and stuff, beautiful black girl, 
she is the figure. So she's the professional dancer. And their other best friend is this crazy, like, dark assassin who pops up when she wants to and disappears when she don't. Okay. okay. So she meets up with those two girls to go party hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Danica would have been with them, but this was Danica's night to be with her pack. And every, like, week or so, they get together just to chill. No mm-hmm. work, no nothing. Kind of like, you guys did great. We're an amazing pack. We love each other. We're best friends. Let's mm-hmm. just chill. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't go partying with, with Bryce and them. She said she wanted to, but she couldn't. So Bryce is at this party. They drugs, drinking. She even does a guy in the bathroom. Okay, some random dude. Because she like, this is her last. And records it. Like, records herself like, I just hooked up with somebody. Yes. Mm-hmm. All sending it to Danica. Because that's how they do. Mm-hmm. And they have this saying together, too. It's always called, light it up. Light it up. B word. Mm-hmm. Light it up, bitch. So... Mm-hmm. They're like, she's like sending these messages to Danica. Danica with her pack, like, oh, I hate you. Don't you have too much fun without me, Heffa? Like, stop, stop. Then finally, after their pack day, she's like, okay, we're going to come and go party with y'all because I'm jealous and I want to party now. And Connor's coming too. So make sure you're not doing nothing stupid, you know, because you and Connor are about to get together. Mm-hmm. These are all the voicemails that she's sending to her girl, to Bryce, while she's partying. And Bryce is too damn drunk and how to realize any of it or even know that they were on their way. Yeah. So, the night goes by, they never show up. Bryce oh. goes home, half mm-hmm. all like drugged out. She's walking up the stairs to the to the main apartment. She's stepping in like glass and stuff, getting to the actual apartment, and it's like she's stepping in something cold and wet. And you realize she is in a in a blood, like a bloodshed home. That's how they were killed. They weren't just they just didn't kill them off like shot Chris Brown. There was this demon that apparently surfaced. Mm-hmm. And the way the book is written, it shows that the demon destroyed them all, like body parts everywhere, the entire pack. Connor, Danica, oh. all of them. So she's oh. drunk and then drugged and comes in, realizes her best friend is completely like not just dead, but torn apart. Trauma. Oh. Oh. And then she sees the demon outside of the apartment and she chases him down in the drunken drugged out state and fights this thing and survives somehow mm-hmm. um and so i won't get too too deep into everything but she survives somehow and the demon i think gets away or something like that but it's gotta go on <laughs> yes it's gotta go on gotta and this is on. like so then the book picks up like two years later or something like that and it's rough wow. yes wow. yes yes wow. Yes. Wow. And she was in such a traumatic state because it's already bad enough that you lose your best friend, your best, best friend, person you feel like no one in this world. That was it. She has a mother, her father, her stepfather. They're great. She loves them. Her real father's jerk. Mother, mm-hmm. stepfather, great. They love them and they're human. They're good people. But her person, with mm-hmm. Danica, she was she died and got destroyed. So that's already traumatic enough. Yeah. Right? Then on top of that, you got Danica's mother, who's like the leader of the packs and all this kind of stuff, who already hates you and feels like you're this like terrible horror like female. She's treating you like crap. She feels like um, Danica should never live with you. She should never been in that place. It had no security. You suck. You do everything. Like, she is blaming her. Oh wow. The whole area is blaming her. And then on top of that, because it was such a big death mm-hmm. and everything, an investigation. Of course, they went through Danica's phone. Of course, they went through all the messages that they were sending all night. She's talking about how drunk and drunk she was. She hooked up with somebody in the bathroom. And of course, they went through her phone because she was like an eyewitness of stuff. 
and like the fact that it showed that she was actually she agreed to date Connor show how Connor was like you're beautiful I, I love you just you know all this kind of stuff he would send her mm-hmm. so the world now knows on top of that dying they believe you're a no good whore mm-hmm. they believe you're a no good drug addict they believe all these things. They believe you're awful because Connor, who pours his heart out to you right before he dies, while he's getting murdered, you're screwing some guy in a bathroom. Girl. Girl. Get the glasses on, Frank. Get the glasses on. Girl. It was rough. It was mm. rough. Like, mm. you were like... Yeah. Dang. Yeah, man. And so she had like a whole depressive state for the longest and all this kind of stuff. Like she went through a whole thing to the point where even um, in the book, right? And it's like, I'm trying not to get too deep. In the book, there's a, there's once you pass away or get killed or whatever, they send you off, right? Into on like this boat to try to pass over into like the death quarter. It's like an area mm-hmm. where, um, and either you get accepted with all the heroes or rather than the heaven and hell you can either die and go someplace i guess normal i don't fully understand that yet you can get eaten basically like the boat will turn over if you're not worthy you get i guess it's your heart or something isn't worthy you get eaten and all this by the like the animals in the deep when they send their boat off they're trying to send it to the deaf quarter to be accepted by the deaf quarter so you can be your soul is accepted to live forever in this paradise mm. with all these other people who are worthy kind of like heaven or you get pushed in the boat over to the deaf quarter and it gets turned over and you get eaten by these animals and stuff like that kind of like hell or something okay so what she did she loved danica so much and was so unsure if she would make it because of their lifestyle and because like during the video footage all you hear is like dana screaming danica screaming and begging for her life her Mm. mother called it a cowardice death because her mother's a jerk that she didn't know and she knew that danica always wanted to you know live when she passed away that's where they want to go to be in that kind of with all the heroes and all the worthy people and she knew that's something danica wanted but um they thought they would live for a long time. So yeah. she just wasn't sure what was going to happen to Danica's soul. And she didn't want to risk her soul being torn apart, you know, her body being torn apart and her going down. So she made a deal with like the death God to um, give up her position, her possible position wow. in the world, afterworld, so that Danica could be assured that position. So even if Danica was going to be allowed in there anyway, yeah, she gave it up. Um, she didn't know. Yeah. So she gave up her and Death God's like, Are you sure? Do you want to do this? Like, he ain't bothered, but he's just like, You so sure that she gonna make it, not gonna make it? And she's just like, I don't care, I just wanna do it. Mm. Like, but what about this? I don't care, I just wanna do it. And the crazy thing about the book, which is funny, because you deep. tell me all the time from um what Be- Bishop says about saying things seven times to make it happen. The death god made her say it seven times for it to be true, for it to be, for him to accept it as a real um, bargain she wanted to make, something she was serious about. Seven means the number of completion. Mm. So he had her say it all the time. She's like, mm. I want to trade my place. He's like, but you realize this one, you'll never be offered anywhere else. It's like, no other death. There's apparently multiple death areas to go to. It's like, you won't be offered anywhere else. Your only decision at this point is to be turned over and eaten. She's like, I want to trade my place. 
Like, oh, wow. I want to treat my place. It was deep. Yeah. So that's how much she loved her. So you, so we is we is um who we are, for what they reveal in the book. Because remember, the book is all build up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All build up. So what we see are glimpses of how good of a person she is, right? Not Danica, Bryce. Bryce, throughout this book. But she's not forthcoming with all of that. Like, if you just were to see the surface and accept the surface, you would think she is this drugged out, drinking out, whore, this, that, third. You know, she knows she's sexy. She's strawing about. Um, you know, she's um, not really a nice person. That's why she pushes everybody away. She says, screw you. She's not a really caring person. She wouldn't sacrifice for anybody. If you choose to see the surface of this individual, mm-hmm. she's an individual that is not liked, that is not wanted. Okay. And her other characters um, aren't always there. None of her characters are easy peasy. You know, mm-hmm. you're not always just absolutely in love with them. Absolutely. There's parts where you kind of don't like each character, each main character at some point. This is what I love. Her characters are complicated because mm-hmm. she's complicated. Complex. I like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you, so, so she is this type of person that on the surface, and I feel like more than any other, because I didn't like her more than anybody else. Because <laughs> I felt like the other ones were very, um, they were like, yeah, they were buttholes or they'll say what they meant and everything. But at the same time, the book revealed that they were good people, that they did mm-hmm. these things. You know what I mean? So it didn't, it didn't hit you as much when they were being a jerk because you knew what they went through. Mm-hmm. With her, you knew what she went through, but like we didn't know she made that sacrifice until mid end towards the book. So you kind of follow her through her life being a jerk. <laughs> um, so she, even though it did happen early, you didn't know about it until later? We knew that the Danica died. Yeah. Um, and we knew that she went out she snuck out of like her mom's hotel room because she was so depressed because she was told not to show up to the funeral. Mm. So we knew she snuck out. We knew she got on a boat to watch Danica's crossing, her body being sent off. But then the book kind of cuts off right there. Mm. And it's not until later on in the book that they reveal what she was doing. Mm. Okay? okay. So it's like that. Like that's when the book is a build up. Okay. Okay. She works at this place with like this antiquities place. Okay. With um, this kind of this witch, this woman who's a witch, who like is her boss, and she's kind of like, let's say the anti Charlie's Angels guy. You know how you would you never see him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show yeah. up like hello angels. Yeah, I have yeah. A job for you. She's like that one. She always showing up on video calls and <laughs> stuff like hello Bryce. What are you doing? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you working like you're supposed to be working? And so this witch has like all these different um, powers and all these different antiquities with powerful things and all this other stuff. She works in basically her gallery, which is like a closed off, warden off gallery with all mm-hmm. these very important documents and stuff like that. Some stuff's either under the table type antiquity stuff. Okay, so you, you go on every day of her life. She doesn't live in a dingy behind apartment no more that they got killed in. She lives in this wonderful high rise, crazy secure apartment because Danica actually, you find out later, you don't know at first, you find out later that she inherits that apartment from Danica because they mm. bought it forever ago but she didn't but Bryce hated being given things so mm-hmm. Danica agreed to live in the crappy apartment with no security because she knew Bryce wanted to be able to actually be able to contribute her half and she wouldn't be able to get this place but now that Danica's dead and she realizes the security is probably necessary she mm-hmm. lives in this place so you see her two years later seeming like this uppity female living in this high class life you know 
with this um this pretty decent job and you find out we end up being you know how a book or a story gives you someone who doesn't know anything to kind of explain mm-hmm. all the unknowns in a way mm-hmm. another type of a life character characters in this book are angels okay okay so these angels are super powerful and all this other stuff but they are um for the most part the angels who wanted like change in the world they're um because there's angels and then there's archangels and then there's like some other super powerful figure okay Mm -hmm. think john wick the table okay okay that you never see but you know they're there they control everything yeah archangels are crazy powerful and then you have the rest of the angels who like they have good powers but not many have amazing powers or whatever Okay. They don't like the way things are run. They don't like the monarchy of this table or these super powerful beings running their entire lives. So they have like a whole war to fight them together. Hmm. Okay. The art, they wanted to fight the archangels who were like the people who are in charge on earth. And then the people who are above the archangels and they lost terribly. Okay. They are called the ones who lost and lived are called the fallen angels. Yeah. To the point that once they've, um, they've fallen part of the torture they went through torture for like six years or more mm-hmm. they were literally tortured like r- wings ripped off all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. but the wings grow back but it's horrible mm-hmm. all types of torture mm-hmm. and to, to mark their 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 status of who they were and what they did as slaves now they have witches tattoo this kind of controlling think of jesus's crown around their um what they call it the the halo it's like a mm. halo. So okay. you know that this was a fallen angel who was in that war, who was like enslaved. And through this witch's power tattoo, they don't have all the power that they can have. Okay. Mm. Where I mention that is because the love interest in this book is a fallen angel. Fallen angel with hella powers, but they're controlled by this thing, and he's controlled by an archangel. Okay. All right. He's like the archangel's assassin. That's his job. They tell him, in order to be free one day, you have to kill whoever I want you to kill. And it has to be the amount of people you killed on the battlefield. Mm. And of course, they have these kind of unending lives. So he could be doing this for 5, 20, 30, 100 years. Okay. If the archangel so chooses it, because that's his slave and that's what he wants him to do. So the main love interest, his name is Hunt. He is the fallen angel. Him and Bryce get together because the archangel, who's the boss of this area of Crescent City, Mm -hmm. has passed Bryce with trying to find out who this demon is that killed Danica and them. Mm. The past two years, they've been doing all types of research to try to figure out what the heck happened and what's up with this um, demon situation and couldn't figure it out at all. Mm -hmm. They even couldn't figure, and um, there's another, there's two things they couldn't figure out. Who killed Danica and also if Danica was involved with this thing called a horn. uh, Bless you. Thank you. It's like it's this it's this this antique horn, right? That's like a okay. in the story, right? Mm-hmm. If I can explain it really quick, um, this antique horn had a lot of power back in the day. It belonged to the Fae, the Fae, which are the long-lasting, long-living, super powerful, beautiful people. Okay, okay. that's remember Bryce is half Fae. So this horn belonged to their people and it was super powerful. And way back in the day in this really big ass war, big behind war, 
it sent all the demons back to like hell and kept them there. Okay. That's how powerful this horn is. This horn was wonderful, but it, it got cracked. The horn got cracked. And so the power was no longer available. Okay. According to legend, the only people who can wield the power of the horn are Fae, who are also starborn. In this world, there are these type of, everybody's a Fae. There's a good portion of people who are Fae, but to be starborn, it's only in the bloodline that you're starborn. It's like someone who has this power, not only whatever power you have, whether it's fire, wind, whatever, mm -hmm. the power to be like as bright as a star, to give off light that is so bright and light. It's like a star power, okay? She has a brother in this book. The brother is starborn. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he has powers, his fate powers, and he's also starborn. This is all going to make sense soon. Okay. And she didn't know any of this. She knows. She knows. We find oh. out she knows. Again, this she whole knew? book is a buildup. So by the time yeah. you're like, she knew? Like, you get uh. aggravated with certain things. <laughs> you know? So, all right. So you got the fae. You got the horn. Um, it's cracked. It no longer works. But they said whoever could wield it had to be starborn. Okay? And you know that her, her brother is starborn. Her half-brother. Okay? Mm -hmm. You find that out later in the book. Remember, mm -hmm. we're hunt. So we don't know shit about Bryce. Not really. And all yes. this, uh, we find it all slowly out through him or when they meet, then they start revealing stuff about Bryce. Mm -hmm. in the book. So two things, the archangel, who's the boss, the mayor of this area is trying to figure out the demon who killed Danica and finding this horn. Cause someone stole the horn. When it stopped working, they basically put it in a museum to be looked at and someone stole it as a trick, like, mm -hmm. this day, like a day or a week before Danica was um, killed. So around the same time. And they've been trying to figure out who stole it since then. Okay. Okay. So what the archangel does is he gets Hunt, his great assassin, who knows a lot of stuff. He gets him to be the person to kind of find out this information. And he decides to team him up with Bryce. Because for the past two years, they've been unlucky. They haven't found any information. And he feels like Bryce might know something because she knew Danica and her movements and all that to try to help the case so they could figure out who killed Danica, what demon was it, who summoned this demon, and where's this horn, and how does this all connect? So that's where mm -hmm. you are in the book. So that's how Hunt and Bryce get connected. And of course, they hate each other. Hunt thinks Bryce, like us, is like some uppity female living in this high-class thing, all the money and no cares and party girl, mm -hmm. and don't care about anything real in this world. Bryce thinks Hunt is a butthole. So, like a controlling butthole who's super strong and seems about right. Yeah, like yep, yep. it even brings out stereotypes of him, like, oh, you super strong man, you're supposed to whisk me off my feet and be all this wonderful, all powerful being, and oh, you're brooding because you're always brooding. Everybody who's super powerful is always a brooding male. Talking mm -hmm. about all the fantasy stories in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's funny because Sarah J. Moss's book, a lot of her, some in her book, she always has like brilliant, beautiful, ridiculously strong and powerful men, mm -hmm. and some of them are brooding. Mm -hmm. They went through so much in life. Like mm -hmm. he went through the war. Of course he's brooding. And he was tortured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the love yeah, of his yeah, life yeah. was killed. And all this other stuff. So yes, he's a brood, he's a hulking figure. And it's kind of <laughs> like it was funny because it's kind of like Sarah J. Moss making fun of some of her older books. But oh, also okay. in this, in this, right, in all those mm -hmm. stereotypes she throws at the character, she also throws like Hunt saying to Bryce, like, I care. No, I'm going to protect you. And not because I'm some brooding, hulking, strong man, but because I care about you and I can protect you, so I will. Mm -hmm. And so she, even though she plays off and talks about those stereotypes, she shuts them down too. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't 
you be saved sometimes and mm-hmm. you just save your mm-hmm. why can't you be a strong man who goes through a lot so yeah you're brooding and this woman who went through a lot and your love makes you stronger why not yeah. so all the people who talk about her books like oh they're so uh, they're good they're good storylines that that are necessary and that aren't told as well or as deep so shut up mm-hmm. so i love it <laughs> so um so they meet, they're fighting, of course, at first. They slowly start liking each other as friends, and then they slowly start liking each other as lovers. And they never, they always get close to it, but they never quite do it. She's of course. Build up, build up. Of course. All the feels. So basically, long story short, this whole book, they're doing a lot of research to try to figure out where's this horn? What does it have to do with this? Even her brother, her half-brother gets involved, but he acts like her cousin. Mm-hmm. Brown Hunt. Um and they'll talk about how you're starborn, you go see it. This, the, apparently the horn calls to those who are starborn, you go try to find this horn. They're using a lot of the old books and materials that's in Bryce's job, because remember that's all antiquities, to mm-hmm. figure out what kind of demon this could have been, what um, what powers. Reminds it me of had. Charmed. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that too, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, <laughs> and they're doing all this research to try to figure all this kind of stuff out. All that research is a lot of buildup. And all the flirting is a lot of buildup. Okay? To nothing. I was about to ask you. You go through pages and pages of this research to find out that all her research was basically moot. Everything that's revealed in the end Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with the research she was doing. (laughs) Okay? But why? Like the research she was doing was more so for character building mm. and their relationship building. If I had to say it had a point. Yeah. For them to go adventure and find this thing and find out this and do this. Or you talk to this right. person, I'll talk to right. this person. And learn more about each other and their friends yeah. and all the stuff that they went through and, and start figuring stuff out and realizing that Danica and the horn are connected mm. because um, you find out that back in the day before Danica died, she, um, what's her name? Bryce was actually taxed by her job. Jessica called Charlie's Angel style. Jessica, I mean, Bryce, I need you to go find this horn. It's an antiquity. It's wonderful. And everybody's looking for it. And I want you to find it, do your research. Go. And that was a job she gave her. And she would complain to Danica mm-hmm. before Danica got killed how mm-hmm. she can't find this horn. She has no leads. And Danica would be like, probably just some kids or something. Then after all this time, you find out Danica knew what a horn was the whole time because Danica, the one who took it. She stole the horn. Basically, right? You find out. Good one. You find out all this information in the end in a beautiful, stereotypical, but beautiful bad guy speech. You know how in a good movie, any movie, the bad guy speech where he tells you his whole plan? <laughs> Did I freeze? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm. You know in a in a in a movie or Yeah, you froze a few times. Sorry. You you frozen right now. Oh really? Oh, Come on, internet. We pay you money. There's no time for this. Am I freezing now? I hear your voice now, but yeah. I'm go frozen. Ahead now. Never mind a lot. <laughs> no. Oh. You're frozen now. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Trying to connect. But if I'm not frozen on your side, then. 
I think that makes it worse, friend. It makes it worse. <laughs> Is this better? Yeah, I can hear you now. I see you. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> right. So we find out all the information that we want to find out the 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 the, the case everything through a good mm -hmm. bad guy speech at the end of the book. Okay. Just like in the movies where the bad guy tells you his whole plan before he kills you. We got that. Okay. Yep. That is in this book. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So who which bad guy? Before I tell the you demon? Why, well wait for it. Okay. No, it wasn't the bad guy, wasn't the demons who summoned the demons. The demons are mindless evil beings. The okay. mama. Huh? The Who's mama. The mama. It wasn't the mama, no. Oh, you thought it was Danica's mama, the evil mama. Mm -hmm. We all did. Nope. The father? Nope. Nope. I tell you, it made it seem like all these people did. So I do have the build up was everything. Because you okay. were thinking all these different people done did it. Yeah. They did not. Okay. Okay. Like they went through this list. Mm -hmm. So let me just also um, break this down before I wrap it up with the end, which was epic. If you were not to read this book for any other reason, you must read it for the end. It is so epic. Oh, oh. Like the whole book is like slowish, you know, getting this information. The last like hundred pages or so, if that it, if that's even probably less than that of the book, you don't want to put that sucker down. If you got mm -hmm. something to do in the morning, too bad. You want to mm -hmm. keep <laughs> sit over here like, what happened next? Like it's wild. It's wild. Mm -hmm. okay. So, just to break it down to other characters in this book. So, uh, you already know about her brother, her half brother. Yes. They get to know each other. They get in better spirits. It turns out. She, she was treating him like a jerk and stuff too at first. Remember, I didn't like her. She was like a jerk for a lot of reasons. But then you find out the reason she was a jerk was because the father was never really a good dad, right? Mm -hmm. Her father. But mm -hmm. he um, and Rune, who's the brother, hates the dad, you know, all this pressure to be this perfect son and all this other stuff. And because he's starborn, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so she is brought to live with him, would live with them for like a summer when she's younger. Okay. Yeah. And the dad really only brought her on because he wanted to see what her power was. Mm. Of course, because you know if she's powerful enough, then maybe he'll claim her. So she bring he brings him on. She gets really close to Rune. They're awesome. They brother and sister to death. They're great. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is, um, he takes the father takes her and Rune and all that to like this oracle, because you know in those kind of magical places you got a person you go see to tell you how mm -hmm. powerful my dynasty will be how powerful mm -hmm. my kids will be so he goes to the oracle and everything and all this stuff and um and he gets her tested finds out she has no power so he automatically feels like she ain't ish she's worthless mm -hmm. so other quick characters in the book you know rune the half brother so also when he went when she went to go see the oracle to see you know well what's in her future since so she ain't got no powers or whatever not really um what if not really, though? Wait for it. Oh, right, because they never told you this whole book is a build-up, so I got to be a little bit of a build-up. Like, what is a little no, bit of you, power, but not a lot? You the Oracle, right? And she blinds the Oracle, apparently, with whatever was in her future. So the Oracle's, like, scratching her eyes out, like, you evil, crazy, they go away. Like, so these are the things that you're like, well, what the hell did the Oracle see? What yeah. powers does she got? They hint at it, but they don't tell us nothing. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Rune and her um, fell out because they had a huge argument in which he ended up calling her like a whore or something. 
so they broke out from that and ever since that she treats him like crap but he's like loves her and wants to protect her so he's like popping up over and over again in the book and the relationship starts to mend because he doesn't want to give up on this. so that's a character in the book to know about another character mm-hmm. in the book i already told you jessica which is the anti charlie's angels woman she's mm-hmm. a powerful character to know about the book hunt is a powerful character to know about the book the archangel micah is that what they called him that's a biblical name that's great well that was archangels out here yeah crescent Ooh, head city your head hurt itchy oh itchy archangel well spell it for me you know i don't know how to spell it google <laughs> Micah. Archangel Micah, he's the like mayor dude of the town who's super powerful and has Hunt as his slave. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a powerful figure to know about. And also another one to know about is a character named Lahaba. 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 Okay. <laughs> Lahaba is this most adorable, and I think it's the last character I'll tell you about. This most adorable, no, one more. It's most adorable. <laughs> Um, a fire sprite, okay. That's the little. So think about. Um, I think about it as like a little fairy, like Peter Pan, like. Oh, okay. Made out of like fire, basically. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> she can burn when she wants to or when she don't. Kind of like Frozen, like the little yes. um, lizard thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she's super cute and she's super little and she's super feisty and she's okay. like um, Bryce's best friend inside the in her job. Okay. Gallery. Okay. She works for Jessica too, but kind of Jessica's slave. This thing is kind mm. of a thing out there. Right. And she um, works to keep all the magical books and stuff in line. Okay. Okay. And she is feisty and cute and funny. Like she's always like, um, like Bryce is hot here. Oh, let him in. He's so cute. You know, <laughs> like, like that kind of feisty. Mm. She's always on her iPad watching. Um, apparently it's like, what's it called? Like a vampire kind of drama show <laughs> on her on her iPad where they're like always falling in love and sexing and stuff. So mm. she's like always watching that. They're like, yo, are you seriously watching that, you know, trash TV? And she's like, shut up. Like she's adorable. <laughs> and this lovable, lovable figure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last last extra character you should know about mm-hmm. is Connor's brother. Remember, okay. Connor's the one who loved her and got killed. Yes. Connor's Please tell me he's not a twin. No, not a twin. Okay. okay. <laughs> a little brother who um they were all really cool. Bryce and him were like besties and stuff back in the day. And he um is in this book too. He was like a professional athlete. He was dope. Okay. After Connor's death, he was reaching out to Bryce, like, is it true? Is it true? Like she wouldn't respond to anybody's phone calls, which was jacked up, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that What is true? Is it true that he's dead? That that, oh. that Danica and them were killed. Is it over? Like, talk to me. Like, I just heard and I, I can't believe my brother is gone. Like, that was his guy. That mm-hmm. was like his father figure. Oh, okay. You know, and best friend is a brother. And he was supposed to be there with them, but he won a tournament <clears throat> in his um his sports. So he was hanging out with his friends celebrating. Okay. Or he could have been dead too. Okay. So, but him and Bryce were really close. And then he finds all this out. Bryce ignores him through the phone calls because she's traumatized. Mm. And then he, then the news breaks about Bryce supposedly supposed to be with Connor and her videotape about, I just hooked up with someone in the bathroom. Yeah. That turned basically the whole wolf community against her. Because mm. everyone loved Connor. 
And to see that, it was just, and that's when he turned too. Okay. Mm. He's somebody to know as well. So last thing you need to know before we get to the bad guy speech at the end. Hunt, <clears throat> we find out, Dan, um, Bryce gets a lead and trying to figure out who killed um, Danica or who stole the, the horn. She gets what she feels is a lead, okay? Okay. And she follows that lead. So she goes out and she finds out who, like, you know, um, follows the lead, like in a detective story to see who are the people who are making this deal that would show, you know, um, probably reveal who the person is who's been behind this or whatever, okay? Goes and finds out that the person who's behind it is Hunt. Well, he got anything to do. Hunt. <clears throat> Did he know? Turns out. He, he probably knew, didn't know. He knew He knew what he did know, right, was this. Oh, I remember now. Okay. <laughs> Through all their research, what they do find is mm -hmm. that there is a drug out there. They don't find much on the horn, okay? Mm -hmm. It wasn't um, you. It was just me. <laughs> no, it was me, too. I felt like I had to do that, too. Remember, the Archangel got Bryce involved because of a whole bunch of stuff that they, um, him and Danica, her and Danica's connection, he felt like they'll find a lead or something that they didn't think of before. Mm -hmm. Like, what did you do the days before her death? One mm -hmm. of the things they did was they got super drunk and Danica gave them both tattoos. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, they do stupid okay. stuff. They actually got drunk, they got tattoos and everything like that, or okay. they um, uh, went to these stores together or Danica they found out that Danica was watching the area that the horn was at when it got stolen and that the video footage disappeared during mm. that time. All these things. So that's why they got Bryce involved. And then it was who summoned this um, demon. demon. And then throughout all this research, they found that Danica was involved with Possibly not only the horn situation because she stole it, but they found out that she had something to do with um, this kind of drug, this new drug that was out. Think about pharmacists, you know, like in this world now with this pandemic, studying different viruses and drugs and stuff to possibly come up with like superhuman, superhuman strength or whatever, you know, to use to their advantage mm -hmm. when it comes to war or whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're thinking Danica got killed because somebody summoned this demon because she, she learned too much about mm. this particular drug that was so strong that it not only had the person all high and whoop de whoop, but it increased their power like tenfold, whatever power they had. Okay. Sounds good, except they found a video that Danica had in her computer that showed that the drug was so strong that not only did you get all these superpowers, but you would end up going so crazy, you would destroy yourself. Mm -hmm. Like they were training it on humans and the humans would become powerful, super strength, ripping people apart who would come and try to attack them. And then it showed that when they had no one else to attack, they ripped themselves apart. Oh, wow. That's how strong this drug was. So through Ew. all this research, they found this out and found out that Danica knew about it. Okay. She believed Danica was knew about it, but wanted to kind of, you know, expose it and okay. stop it. Okay, mm -hmm. so um, and they um, we found out that not only Danica knew about it, but she never told Bryce about it because she was scared that Bryce would 
want to take it at some point because she's such a human with not that much power that she might want to take it to like, you know, feel powerful at some point, but it would be so dangerous because she'll end up killing herself. So she's like, she was confused because she's like, Danica should know I'm not that type of person. Like, I don't need power and all this other stuff. Why would she keep this from me? And then, so now, so now she finds a lead. She finds a lead, try to figure out who's selling this stuff so that she can just out them right there and then. Mm-hmm. She goes and follows it out and finds out it's Hunt. Hunt is buying the stuff from the black market, this drug. And she's like, bruh, what you doing? We were like, this whole investigation together. What are you doing? Why are you buying this? And the Archangel Micah shows up, the boss. Mm-hmm. Ha! I knew your ass was up to something. Mm. And he basically tells them that Hunt and his peeps is buying this because they're not over their fallen angel bit. They mm-hmm. want this so they can increase their power source to a point where they can defeat archangels and the, the table people like me. So yes, he was with you and all this, but really he started using you to get to this information to find out where he can get this drug so that him and his peeps can become powerful to uprise yet again. Mm. Mm, okay. Because yes, he might feel something for you, but he's always felt for his passion, his cause, the woman who died, who he died for, really believed in this. Who, mm-hmm. The woman who died for him um, really believed in this back in the war days. And it breaks her heart. Because she's like, the trust, all that's gone. Everybody in the book is like, what? <laughs> no. They knew the whole time. They, they knew, knew that he killed. Wait, yeah. but he, no, he summoned the demon to kill, right? Yes. He didn't kill them. Right, but we didn't see who summoned the demon yet, right? Oh. So what happens is what they say about the demon is that demon was summoned, but never necessarily for Danica. That demon was summoned for the horn. Which mm. is what we find out. That demon didn't kill Danica. That demon killed the horn. I was was out to try to um summon to try to get and, and follow the horn's path to find out where the horn was and to kill whoever had the horn and get the horn back for whoever summoned it. Mm. So we find out this is how it's all connected. And then we find out that Danica um, didn't die from a demon, but she, and she wasn't trying to stop that drug, but because she her two did drugs, she was doing the drug. And the drug infected her so bad that she killed all her friends. She killed her whole pack and ended up tearing herself apart which is why she was saying, please, please, no, no, no. Like all the humans in the video that they caught, saw. Mm. So you're like, and Bryce is destroyed. Cause she's like, are you telling me my friend did this? And she gave up and her spot. Her, and she gave up her spot. And that Hunt, the first person I've opened my heart up to since this death is a traitor, you know? And of course, the table needs to be taken down. We all know this. Anybody who watched John Wick, the fallen angels have a point. But it was just like, no, you ain't supposed to. You ain't supposed to go against Bryce, though. So he's arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, as an archangel, he's already a slave. <laughs> he's already a slave. But now he's most likely going to be um tortured or killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, his punishment, mm-hmm. right? His punishment is that he has a. His, the woman he was in love with was like a, like a queen or whatever, another archangel, okay, with lots of powers. She had a twin sister. 
she was the good twin sister who fell in love with Hunt, which is, you know, a lowly little angel. And her twin sister was the bad girl who wanted to keep everyone enslaved. She felt mm-hmm. that it was wrong for everybody to be enslaved and all this. She's the one who started the uprising. Mm. And Hunt followed her because he's like the most powerful regular angel ever with like huge lightning powers. He followed her. They went into battle. He went into battle for her. She ended up fighting her sister and gets killed by her evil sister. Mm. The sister has always blamed Hunt for turning her. She's not accepting the fact that, no, your sister didn't like this. Not, not Hunt. Your sister started it. So once the, everything fell and all the angels were tortured for going in the uprising, he was, her, he was the evil sister's slave for many, mm. many years. Then Micah basically bought him from the evil sister. And he was a better slave owner in that he gave him a chance to be free by being his assassin and all that. Not a good guy, but mm-hmm. better than just torturing him and being a jerk like the woman was. Mm-hmm. So out of all his friends, one of his friends get killed and hung up like an angel, like crucified style. Another one, um, because they caught them trying to do the uprising again. Mm-hmm. Another one of the friends is like, a, um, she's like really a spirit that can inhabit a body that's like her power. And so they take her out of her body and imprison her like genie in the lamp style, mm. like this lamp thing to be alone forever. Mm. And then throw her at the bottom of like this lake, which is jacked up so that she can basically go insane eventually mm. and be in there forever. Um, and for him, his punishment is he's about to get sold back to the evil, the evil sister. Mm. Which is like the worst thing that he would prefer death. So he's locked up and put over there. She's trying to deal with all this information she just found out, including about Danica. Did she tell the mama? Did she tell the world? She tell the mama. What about the world? She ain't tell the world yet. No, she ain't tell the world yet. It's wild, right? But there's some pages left in the book. So you know this is basically that part of SVU <laughs> where they think they found the killer. Mm-hmm. It turns on his head. You know the mm-hmm. reason we miss so many college classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, admit it. How many times we decide to stay? We stayed. We stayed to finish SVU. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter how many episodes you see, you still watch it like you've never seen it. I swear to Bob, I'll be watching the same all ones. News. And I'm like, all new. It's always a new case. It's new. Always. But it, even the ones you done seen, you'd be like, wait, is this the one where the so and so did it or the sister did it? No, it's the one where the sister breaks the mother to do it. Yeah. I love it, man. Law and order, period. Yes. 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 Man, them jokers can write. Yes. Mm. You never seen it coming. Well, that's what was happening in this book, girl. Mm. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm like, this gotta be this gotta be something else. This gotta be something. I can't leave me like this. Leave me like this. This is what ish gets crazy. Okay. okay. <clears throat> oh, here comes the glasses. <laughs> okay, okay. Like the last hundred or so pages. Crescent City. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there is this big conference-like thing that the um, archangels from the different locations. Um, throw like a big party like conference thing that they held hold every quarter to worship the table the big the big wigs um and you know talk about what needs to go on in their cities or what have you mm-hmm. so everybody goes everyone's invited everyone shows up okay 
So this conference thing happened. Rune is there. Hunt is there because he's a prisoner of old girl. Exactly. Um, everybody who's everybody's there, mm-hmm. including also um, like the queen of the witches. Everybody's there. Okay. But Bryce, because Bryce ain't nobody. Mm-hmm. And everything's over, so she ain't got no reason to be around the, the somebody's, you know. Uh, Danica's mom is there, the wolf pack, all of them are there. Everybody's there. So she goes to one second. Right. So right now, as we think, we know somebody found out that Danica knew too much information and so was going to decide to summon a demon or whatever to kill her or whatever, but then she ended up taking it herself, all this other stuff. Okay, you know all this. So, Bryce. So who did Bryce fight? Bryce did fight a demon, but the demon was looking for the horn. Okay, okay. The demon was looking for the horn. The Mm. demon was out for the horn and because Danica stole the horn, that's why the demon was there. But he didn't do it. Find out he didn't kill her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or okay. nobody. But mm-hmm. at the time, it looked like she did, so she chased mm-hmm. him down and all this other stuff. Okay? Mm-hmm. So. Oh. <laughs> Something you need to know. Something everyone needs to know. Okay? Mm-hmm. No, I'll tell you later. Okay. What? Also, the reason she didn't get killed, okay, the reason she didn't get killed early when the demon, because the demon killed a whole wolf pack, but don't kill you. Mm. Reason all these reasons she didn't get killed. She had on this, this pendant thing, okay? Mm-hmm. This like necklace that holds a lot of protection power. Mm. She was given it by Jessica anti-Charlie's Angels dude, her boss. Because mm-hmm. Jezebel's like, you know, if you're going to work for me, and I need you to be discreet, and you guard and all this priceless stuff, I need you to be protected along with my building. Mm-hmm. So she gave her that to always stay protected. Okay. Danica mentioned a lot of times in the beginning of the story, don't take that off. Keep that. The thing is rare, and it's good for protection. So we find out that's why she didn't get killed by that demon when she was fighting him. Okay. okay? she was protected by that thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a moment mm-hmm. where after hunt gets arrested and after like weeks or months of her feeling like horrible she realizes she still loves him even though he's a butthole and realizes that he most likely still loves her mm-hmm. but you know he he was trying and he said it there on the pier too like like, I was doing this for my people to do the uprising again, but I realized it's not a good idea. It's not worth it. And I was trying to stop them. It was that good, typical thing. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, Hunt, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. So she tried to save him from being sold off to old girl. So she basically went up to her in front of everybody, like TVs and stuff, and begged her to say, to, 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 to please, um, to buy his freedom. Mm-hmm. So basically, she got a big old million billion dollar check from Jessica which means she would be indebted to her boss mm-hmm. to try to buy his freedom from old girl. Mm-hmm. She is an evil queen. So she's just like archangel queen. She's like, Nope, I don't care about your money. Ha ha ha. This is funny. He's mine. So then mm-hmm. she said, I'll give you this too. And gave her the pendant. And then the evil queen lady crushes the pendant in her hand. It's like, I don't want that either. He's still mine. 
and walked off. So now you have made a fool of yourself and you ain't got no protection, right? From that point on, she goes walking off to distance, be herself or whatever, and she gets attacked by a demon. <laughs> she gets saved, she gets saved <laughs> by ruining them, but she gets attacked by a demon. That's funny. That's funny. But she gets saved by ruining them, right? This this makes sense later on in the story. Back to the end. Okay. So I have my auntie pulls now. <laughs> oh, this girl, everybody at the conference, everybody together, everybody can see it on TV too. It's basically like seeing the inauguration or something, right? Everybody watching them, and she out here in the gallery trying to work, living her best life. Turns out she got some tricks up her sleeve. She knows some information. The rest of us don't. She figures some stuff out. Okay? Yeah. From the research, she figured out some extra stuff. <laughs> so, she living her best life, whatever, or living the best life she can now that she alone and found all the stuff about Danica. Us, the poor audience, still think Danica done drugged up, killed everybody. Hunt out here about to be a slave. Like, things are just terrible. Hunt's over there at the mm -hmm. conference, too, because he's with his, his new slave owner. Yeah. All this stuff is happening. The only person who's not at the conference other than Bryce is Micah the Archangel. Okay, okay. Which is the boss of Crescent City. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We like mm -hmm. What the hell? Everybody like, where Micah? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he said he was sick or he, was, he needed to, to, to leave out this first day of the conference. Then you get cut to, to Bryce behind in the gallery. And who walk up in the gallery? Micah. Micah. <laughs> mm -hmm. It say he walk up in there. Uh, she downstairs where all the like ancient books are. So somehow he got past Jessica's wards, all the protection spells in the building. He got through all of that. And he's starting to go downstairs to where she at, alone with La Haba, you know, cute little fire sprite of La Haba. And he go down there with all them. Right. Oh, and she got a she got a dog that transports whatever. She that dog down there too. <laughs> she like, Micah, what you doing here? What you doing here? And he's like, I'm here because I want to be. And I'm like, oh God, no, don't let there be a rape scene. Like my mind went. Oh, because she's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. He tried to ask her out on a date before. She denied him. Oh, oh, oh. yes. Yes. Okay. Like all of that. Like, so you know he attracted to her, but you know he also a power hungry man. Mm -hmm. So you like, and he got her alone in this doggone gallery while everybody, including Hunt, like half hour to an hour away at this conference. Mm -hmm. I got scared, girl. I went there. My mind went all over the place. Mm -hmm. so I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, don't, oh, no. Yeah, don't do so what we <laughs> find out, right, is that he's the bad guy. He's the one with the evil speech to explain it all. She's smart. She kind of knew some ish like this was about to pop off. Mm -hmm. She figured some stuff out. We mm -hmm. didn't know, but we found out she knew. So what does she do? She calls Jessica, Charlie's Angel style, and puts like her on a speaker or whatever of like, help. Jessica is in the conference, right? So just mm -hmm. like, everyone, stop what you're doing. We need to hear this. <laughs> hear this. Mm -hmm. So she puts, they hack, have it hacked into the system, the people hacking it. Now all the screens is all her internal cameras in her gallery mm. to watch Bryce and stuff in them. Now mm. they're all turned on Bryce and Micah in them. Mm -hmm. So the, the Archangel Evil boss, the one who's hunts new slave owners, like, what is the meaning of this? What? Micah? 
what? Everybody's like, what? What's happening? Mm-hmm, she's like, mm-hmm. shh, you need to hear this. Mm-hmm. Listen, okay. There's another part I should have told you, but okay. <laughs> so, we find out that Micah has been searching for this horn, which we knew, which is why he put Bryce and Hunt on, on the case. Mm-hmm. And, and like Danica's, or acting like he's searching for Danica's killer and figuring all that out. We find out that this mofo knew Danica was a good person, knew Danica knew about the drug that he was actually helping to fund. Okay? okay. He was funding this stuff too. Mm-hmm. Danica was like ready to almost out him or whatever. Um, but he kind of, I think he threatened her, a black male tower, excuse me, Booker, Booker, Buccaneers, if I'm off a little bit, it's just going to be a little bit. But basically, he forced Danica to steal the horn for him. Right. Okay? To like, um, you know, just threatening people. The Archangel. Mm-hmm. Danica stole the horn, but she wouldn't tell him where it is. Mm-hmm. Like, she did it to, you know, save the stuff he was threatening to attack. But of course, she's smart, so she mm-hmm. wasn't just about to give him the horn and like be it like it. She had to, she had a plan. Mm-hmm. So we find out that Danica found this horn, knew the research, and knew that the horn could only work with someone who was starborn, mm-hmm. and knew that old girl, right? Though her brother is starborn, she is the true, true starborn. We find out from her, because there was another story that they kept on building up to about how Danica and Bryce were in a situation one time, and they wouldn't tell you to the end, where um, they were almost killed because they were about to do something good. Danica had them save some people or something, and the bad guys are about to kill them, like guns to the head and everything, right? And we find out later on in the book, Bryce saves them both. How does she save them both when she barely has any power? Number one, she she doesn't have any power like that, but, um, which is something else I love about Sarah J. Moss, she always empowers the women in her books that even if they don't have some incredible power, they have training. Mm. So even if there's fae in this world, human training can go against something as powerful as that, which is beautiful. I love that. The fact that, you know, like, oh, pure little humans, they have no chance. No. Mm-hmm train train yourself right you can still go against the biggest the baddest she Mm -hmm. is training because her stepfather who she loves is like this amazing sharpshooter like he's like well known as like the best human shooter in the wars and everything and he trained the crap out of bryce to be like dope with the guns and the fighting and all that like she's dope Mm -hmm. so she not only saves her because of that she saves her because she releases her star power she tells danica close your eyes and Danica's like, what? Like, she's crying, like, I love you because we're about to die. She's like, no, close your eyes. As soon as she closes her eyes, she releases her star power, which is like this brightness of power that's like, she basically turns into like a star. She's so bright. Mm-hmm. Blinds mm-hmm. all the dudes who is ready to shoot them and then shoots them all up. <clears throat> so we don't know. We don't know what her power is or anything towards the end of the book. We find out she's the starborn. Mm. She's she a super starborn, and she knew the reason she blinded the oracle when the oracle looked in her future, because she was so bright. Her star power, her little light, blinded the oracle. Mm-hmm. You think it's evil that she's like this terrible person? No, it's just that star power. 
We're led to believe her brother has it the whole time with that little bit of star power. He's the only one who can control the horn. He's the only one who can do all this stuff. Um, they break, they, they, um, the father is insulted because he's like, you don't have any power. But he doesn't realize that she is the starborn from his bloodline that has the power of those from way back in the ancestry. Mm -hmm. She has that. But you can't measure that. So he never knew. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't going to tell him because she didn't want to make him proud because he's a jerk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? The reason this is important is because, again, that horn that is the power to, to push back all demons or what have you. Only, works, only with works with the starborn. With the star mm -hmm. power. Mm -hmm. Danica stole that horn and instead of giving it to Micah, she grinded that mug up and put it in the ink that she put on Dan on Bryce's, what, back when she gave her that tattoo or her leg, whatever they got the tattoo. Wow. But like you little things that you didn't think even mattered. You're like, oh, yeah. they're constantly getting tattoos, they're cool like that. Turns out Danica was so smart that she gave her the tattoo in her back, but they actually had the horn in it because the horn could only work when infused with star power and mm. stream and stuff. And she put it into her girl's back because she found out she had star power from when she saved them. Wow. So not wow. only do you have that, you have the power of the horn straight in your skin. You are the horn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the demon that was following the horn trying to um, demon that was following oh. the horn he never attacked you and couldn't find you because you was wearing that damn protection. Mm -hmm. So you took the sucker off, the demon came for you specifically because you mm -hmm. were the horn. Micah realized that, that she was the horn. Oh. And that's why he showed up there because he wanted that horn. Mm -hmm. And because we also find out through Micah and his speech that because Danica told, um, wouldn't tell him where the horn was and all that stuff, he's the one who showed up killed um and killed her people he oh. murdered him okay he actually grabbed oh, that makes her, it better grabbed okay. her infused her with um and like right before um right before he killed her he killed like con and everybody he infused her with the drug mm. that's why she was saying please no 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 and, and cowering and begging because she knew what the drug could do mm -hmm. infused her with the drug and watched her destroy herself Mm. Left. He's a butthole. A big old butthole. Big the biggest big of them all. Big old butthole, girl. Yes. And now everybody knows. And now everybody knows. So everybody at the conference like, mm. including Danica's mother. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <clears throat> And she's like, you know, he's basically like, um, so I'm here because you are my horn. And my whole idea was that I can control uh, the demons and everything. Because remember, the horn was used to put them all back into the, the hell and the earth or whatever, to knock all that out. He is a power hungry man who wanted to use the horn to bring like hell and the demons and all that to his control. <clears throat> Sorry, bring all the hell and demons to his control. So he decided to um, release all the demons that day while everybody was at the conference because mm. he knew nobody would be there to protect all the people. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to use her. Now that he knew where the horn was, he felt safe enough to do that to show his power. 
and to use her and her power, basically make her her sl his slave, so that he could control them or whatever the case may be. But of course, in every bad movie, every bad guy movie, you always want to control the power that's bigger than yourself. Does it ever work, Lisa? Not at they all. They can never control the power. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he starts attacking her, right? Because at mm -hmm. this point, now everybody's seeing her get attacked. And they realize that he destroyed all of that. The witches, the brooms are jacked. Everybody's cars, everybody's stuff is destroyed because he planned this out and didn't want any of the most powerful people to be in the city when he released all this crap. He wanted to kind of show that he could save everybody himself with his power. Mm. Turned on his head. So now um, everybody wants to get to her to help her. They can't. So they can just watch as she battles an arch archangel. He's beating her down, like throwing her against mm -hmm. his power, all this kind of stuff. Okay. Um, one of the things that he does, right, is, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. One of the things he does, <laughs> right, because she almost had it on him too. While he was beating the crap out of her, remember, she's in the downstairs with all these crazy magical books. One of the books is like a protection book. She like opens that sucker like, oh, like he can't get to her. He's like, oh, mm. I didn't think you smooth. What about this little dog thing you got over here? You little transport dog. Grab the dog, right? Throws him into this huge tank that holds, like, because Jessica not only collects books and ancient items and stuff, she also collects animals and rare things like that. Oh. So of course, this big tank with this rare, disturbing animal that's just looking to eat humans and all types of stuff. He throws the dog into the tank. Like, and what? And what now? What you gonna do? So of course she wanna go save the dog. So she like let puts her guard down or whatever. He fighting her some more while the dog is sitting there drowning before the thing comes to eat it. She fights him enough. She actually gets him into a bathroom. Like they do something fight, knocks him into a bathroom, locks the door with like a, a charm spell or whatever, something to keep the door closed for a while. Of course it's not permanent. Now he's trying to get out the door, trying to get out to get her. She's using this time instead of running away with a hobble. Don't get the dog. Don't save the dog. So she gonna jump up in there, and the thing didn't come to eat the dog because the thing has wanted to eat her for like weeks. So oh he, wow. he, he let the he was letting the dog drown so that she bait. He's baiting her. Bait. So she and the dog on water, get him just in time. Thing try to swipe at her leg. It's wild. She get out. She get out. <laughs> so. And as she's like, she's limping because he messed her up. The thing messed her up. Her leg is like gashed open to all goodness. Mm. She's getting up the stairs all slow with the dog. Like, come on, Lahabo, come on, let's go. We'll lock him down here in the basement. It'll give us some time. Come on, let's go. Because she has a plan to try to kill him. But they got to get upstairs. And she tells, she's like, come on, Lahaba, come on, Lahaba. And Lahaba is like, like, yeah, you go ahead. And she's like, no, wait, no, you have to come with me. Like, we, we, you my girl, come on. And then, um, and something else, like, she's not only such a good person that she sacrificed herself, her soul for Danica, she also, like, bought that dog from Jessica because Jessica was just treating, like, it's just a rare animal. She didn't care about it. She was going to sell it off to something. She was like, no, I'll buy him because he's my mm -hmm. friend. And so Lahab was always talking to Hunt um, about how good Danica um, Bryce is. Like, Right, she's so good. She even bought the dog from Jessica. She she frees people from slavery, and she does all. And she's like, "Shut up, Bert. Shut up, Lahaba." Because you know Bryce doesn't want to put on. She doesn't want to have to prove herself to anyone. Mm -hmm. 
which I think is the feminist part of this whole thing too. Mm -hmm. You know, let everybody think what they want to think about me. Mm -hmm. Let them think I'm trash. Let them think this. But Lahaba and Hunt both reveal the good about her through this. So we know she bought the dog. And Lahaba's like, you should buy me too. So I can be free of this place. I'm tired of this place. You know what I mean? Like free me too. And it's always a joke as mm -hmm. they're going up the stairs. And she's like, you go, you go and I'll hold him off. Bryce is like, no, Lahaba, you need to come up here with me. She's like, look, you're free. You don't need to stay down here. I was going to throw you a party. I bought you from, from Jessica weeks ago. You're free too. Come on, let's go. Let's be free together. And Lahaba's like, like, I know, I know I'm free already. I, I, you know, I like to sneak through your things. I saw it. Oh, I saw it. And she's like, go, no, go, go upstairs. She's like, this is for my peeps, you know. I'm like, girl, it was bad. Lahaba ass. I hate her. I hate her. So, <clears throat> so <laughs> basically, she tells her to go upstairs. And while she's upstairs, Lahaba is banging into number one she was always scared down there when old girl brought the tank with the thing because okay. of course water a fire sprite mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. i mean but she decided to sacrifice herself to give bryce time bryce mm -hmm. and the dog time so she starts banging up against the glass while old boy trying to get out the bathroom she's banging up against because she don't got enough power to stop an archangel yeah that's what so i'm about to say what's going so to water that they can hold everything off long enough mm. so she's banging against the glass with that thing that thing is looking at her like no no because you know i'll die too i can't breathe and mm. she's banging up against it, her little body until the crack starts forming and girl she kept saying this doggone thing Whew, sorry it's all right i don't get why she had to die why she had to die that's another thing girl these books are so good they just have you do it like yo <sighs> <laughs> oh so while she's hitting this glass banging up against the glass because she knows what's about to go down mm -hmm. all she keeps saying is <clears throat> my friends are with me and i am not afraid <laughs> oh friend take the moment take the i'm moment. sorry it's like, and then Lahaba hurled herself against it, pushed her tiny body against the crack. She kept whispering the words over and over again. They morphed together into one sentence, a prayer, a challenge. My friends are with me and I am not afraid. My friends are with me and I'm not afraid. And it kept going. <laughs> the hunt rested control of his body enough that he was able to put a hand over his heart. The only salute he could make is Lahaba's words whispered through the speakers. My friends are with me and I am not afraid. One Aww. by one, the angels in the 33rd rose to their feet, then Rune and his friends, then they too put their hands on their hearts as the smallest of their house pushed and pushed against the glass wall, burning gold as the knock tried to flee to any place it might survive what was about to come. And over and over, Lahaba whispered, my friends are with me and I am not afraid. And the glass spiderweb. And Lahaba still pushed, still shook with terror, yet she did not stop not for one heartbeat my friends are with me and i am not afraid the bathroom door tore open metal curling aside to reveal micah glowing as if he as if newly forged as he'd rend this world apart and he surveyed the library eyes landing on lahaba and the cracked tank wall and the sprite whirled back pressed against the glass and she hissed at micah this is for syrinx which is the dog he tried to drown 
and she slammed her little burning palm into the glass and a hundred thousand gallons of water exploded into the library. Girl, mm -hmm. I was in there like, God damn you, lava! Why? Mm -hmm. Why? Oh, girl, that I forgot cool. about the aspect that everybody was listening and watching. I forgot about that. That too. So I everybody stand that. up. They got their heart watching her and her little palm. Oh, oh, girl. And nobody could fly. Huh? You telling me nobody could fly? No one would have been able to fly there fast enough. Mm. Nobody would have been able to fly fast enough. By the time they got there, the magic would have been over. This also happened in a couple of minutes. Salute. Salute to La Hava. Oh, uh, girl. Oh, girl. All right, that's all I'm going to do. So, <clears throat> okay, so, Nahaba kills herself to save everybody. No one should sacrifice. The sacrificer. And she knew Bryce wouldn't, it, it shows that she knew Bryce wouldn't have enough time to fully escape, but Bryce would have enough time to finish her plan. Not only did Jessica own all these different trinkets, she owned a huge, like, this gun, this, like, shotgun with this bullet um that i believe is called uh it's a it's a it's a god killer bullet or something like that mm. and so she went ahead oh that's literally one page i can explain it to you or i can read it to you it's up to you go ahead read it yeah i like that aspect <laughs> okay God Slayer. Okay. So now the Bryce is upstairs. Bryce set Syrinx on the ground as she entered the office and then leapt over the desk to the disassembled gun, disassembled gun mounted on the wall above it, the God Slayer rifle. She's going to kill him, Rune whispered. She's going to kill him for what he did to Danica and the pack. Before she succumbed to the to the synth, oh yes, while he was down there, um, while while they were in the basement, I forgot why he was beating her up. He also injected her with the synth, which is the same drug he injected Danica with. I know, I know. Earlier though, in the week though, they've been working with the witch who they found out is the queen of the witches, right? This witch mm -hmm. to actually come up with a cure. Antidote. Okay. An antidote. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We never mm -hmm. know, and we know she has it. We find that out in the midst of all the craziness. We freaking out like, she got sense in her, what she gonna do? So, <laughs> right. so yes, so it shows. Okay, before she succumbed to the synth, um, Bryce would offer her friends nothing less than this, her final moments of clarity of her life. Sabine was silent as death, but she trembled wildly. wildly. Sabine is Danica's mom. Remember, she mm -hmm. was a jerk. Hunt's knees buckled. He couldn't watch this, wouldn't watch it. Micah's power rumbled in the library, parted the water as he plowed across the space. Bryce grabbed the four parts of the Godslayer rifle, mounted on the wall, and chucked them onto the desk, unlocked the safe door, and reached inside. She pulled out a glass vial and knocked back some sort of potion. Another drug? Okay. You know what that is. Mm -hmm. Who knew what, what the sources kept in there? And then pulled out a slender golden bullet. It was six inches long. It surfaced engraved with a grinning winged skull on one side. On the other, two simple words, memento mori, remember that you will die. Mm. 
They now seemed more a promise than the mild reminder from the meat market. Bryce clenched the bullet between her teeth as she hauled the first piece of the rifle toward her, fitted the second, and Micah surged, okay, fitted the second. Micah surged up the stairs, death incarnate. Bryce whirled toward the open interior window. She threw out a hand and the third piece of the rifle, the barrel, flew from the desk into her splayed fingers. Remember, with that sense power, she has some type of power. So, okay. Um, into her fingers. Born on magic she did not naturally possess, thanks to the synth, sorry, thanks to the synth coursing through her veins. A few movements had her locking it in place. She ran for the shattered window, assembling the rifle as she went, summoning the final piece from the desk on an invisible wind, that golden bullet still clenched in her teeth. Hunt had never seen anyone assemble a gun without looking at it, running toward a target, as if she had done it a thousand times. She had, Hunt remembered. Bryce might have been fathered by the Autumn King, but she was Randall Salago's daughter, and the legendary sharpshooter had taught her well. Mm -hmm. Bryce clicked the last piece into place and dropped into a slide, finally loading the bullet. She careened into a stop before the gaping window, rising onto her knees as she braced the God Slayer against her shoulder. And in two seconds, it took, to, um, took Bryce to line up her shot, and the two seconds it took for her to lose a steadying breath. Hunt knew those seconds were Lahabas, knew, that, knew that's what the Sprite's life had bought her friend what Lahaba had offered to Bryce, and Bryce had accepted, understanding. Not a chance to run, nor, nor there would ever be any escaping Micah. Lahaba had offered Bryce the two extra seconds needed to kill an archangel. Micah exploded out of the iron door, metal embedded in the wood paneling of the gallery, and the, gover the governor whirled towards the open front door to trap Bryce, to the trap Bryce had laid in, in opening it. He, oh, sorry. So to the trap that Bryce had laid in upon opening it. So he wouldn't look up. So he didn't have time to even glance in Bryce's direction before her finger curled on the trigger and she shot that bullet right through Micah's freaking head. Obviously didn't say freaking. Oh. <clears throat> wow. Girl, she blew Micah's head off. God, wow. The God Slayer gun. Wow. Well. Well, for Lahaba. And when an archangel dies, apparently it's so epic, everything kind of slows down for a second, like like slow motion. <laughs> it's like mm. such a powerful thing. So that was wild. Okay. Mm. But then we found out the mofo opened up all the, the realms already. So all the demons then came out. Is that book number two? No, girl, it's the last few pages. That tells oh, dang. You, she was in there like, wow. Okay. So do they got enough time to come back and help? Gosh, started. she can't do it by herself. Or maybe she can. They, they finally got enough time to at least try now. Because now mm. she's not in immediate danger. Now they just realize the whole city is. So mm. many of them are like, yo, don't go nowhere. They being punks. Other ones are like, we have to. Our people are there. Our people are down there. She's on the phone with Jessica, which is still connected to everything. Like, like if you can, I need your help. I need your help. I'm going in. And she went in, girl, summarizing mm. the story. She ran up in there, human and all, because she didn't make what they call the drop yet. The drop, so everybody who has a long living life can live long, but they have to make a drop first. The drop is like this um, kind of event that occurs where you allow your soul so you go to one of like the main places in like the city center or whatever, and mm -hmm. you kind of drop part of your soul into this, let's say like a well. That's how I imagined it, right? Deep, 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 deep down. 
you and someone else needs to be with you, not to drop with you, but to kind of be able to pull you back. They need to be your anchor mm -hmm. to come back. Once you make the drop, you can, um, you then have to kind of make a running start and come right back up into your life, into your body. And you then have the immortality that comes with being half fey or whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you don't make the drop yet, you're just as mortal as anybody. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you can still be killed, like Danica and them. Danica didn't make the drop yet either. Her and they were supposed to make the drop together. Mm. But um, she didn't make the drop yet either. But even the people who didn't make the drop, you can still be murdered. Mm. But you just won't die naturally. So she out there, like you'll have healing powers quicker, all this stuff to help you live longer. She out there not even making the drop, straight human style, just going at it, pop, pop, shooting d demons left and right, all this kind of stuff by herself. Okay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a lot of the bosses were telling their people just just defend your area, just defend your area. Don't just. Mm -hmm. And she was on the thing like, no, everybody come out, come out. I'm headed to the most defenseless area in the city, which is the humans. And she's like, there are children here. We mm -hmm. need to defend them. She's running, running to go save them, um, killing all these people along the way. They start making their way um, to try to, to try to help. Remember, Hunt is still a slave, so he can't really do anything without old girl let him. But she's evil. She don't want to let him. Plus, this ain't mm -hmm. her city. So she's like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Girl, he ended up killing her. How? Because the queen of the witches, who basically became their friend, was like, what would you do if I took off that halo off your head and all your power was, you know, released and you no longer a slave? He looked at her like, <laughs> she did. She took it off. And right when she took it off, he straight he choked the life out he killed her let's just say he killed it everybody read it if you want to know mm -hmm. it was good another slow-mo moment mm -hmm. another arcade you can, you can. Wow. he go fly like everybody like all right let's I mean, go she had the nurse to ask what would you do if i took it off your head the witch which the not witch the, not the evil queen yeah okay. the queen the witch the, the queen what the, did the witch gain Oh, uh, she's just a good person. She believes oh. in the whole, like, you know, we shouldn't, uh, those, the table shouldn't necessarily be in power. She kind of believes in the fallen angel. Mm -hmm. She never fully says it, but she, like, hints at that junk throughout the book. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, she helps to find this cure. She's, mm -hmm. really, she's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good people. Yeah. And good she's like, you know, <laughs> we need to go protect people. I, mm -hmm. I, I want to protect. You want to protect people. This happened, don't. What you going to mm -hmm. do? Like, mm -hmm. And he killed her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Especially since she killed her sister. I mean, she right. killed her sister. Right. And of course, uh, and then you got Bryce's friend, the dark assassin friend, who's like, she's like, we don't know her story yet. We got to learn that in one of these other books. Okay. Mm -hmm. The only thing we find out is that about her life is that her and the other friend, the dancer, the black mm -hmm. girl, mm -hmm. they together, they a thing. Okay. We find that out. But anyway. <laughs> but she's at the conference too because she's like important in her own way we just don't know how or why and mm -hmm. she has a helicopter that she never parks in the conference with everybody else so they're like let's go so they all get on the helicopter to go and try to help they ain't there yet they ain't in time yet mm -hmm. so um the wolf pack people connor's brother and them mm -hmm. they're in the city but the mother danica's mother is like i'm ordering y'all not to go nowhere but to protect our own mm -hmm. don't help her don't go no humans protect your own and on the 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 um, phone line that Bryce is on, she's like, I need help. Come back. I need backup. And then all you hear is Connor's little brother's voice. Like, we're coming. And remember, their relationship has been jacked since Connor's mm -hmm. jacked. Mm -hmm. But it was like, through all this process, 
this was like a forgiving moment and like you're willing to sacrifice yourself. You're a lot more than what people have said and what I've said and thought about you. This mm-hmm. is it. And he bring his whole crew and they oh, I got chills. It was just, yes, yes, chills. yes, 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 yes. It's like that's that moment like, when you like get the movie when you know mm-hmm. the extra crew mm-hmm. show up. You were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You were like, I see you were going through. Right, right. It's like what you call a show up at the end game. Uh-huh. On your left. That's what I was thinking. On your uh, left. On your yeah. Oh, good moments. Yes. Good so they come in. They fighting. They killing. They doing it. They trying to get everybody into like these safe areas. They got these safe houses where like demons can't get in, and they succeed mm-hmm. to get most of them in there. Uh, until this is this point. <sighs> okay. Until it's this point. Oh, Frank. Where? where Wait, pause. Yes, pause, friend. Sorry. I got sixteen percent. I just want to keep you in mind of that. No, go to your laptop. And I don't have a way to plug it in. Why Just not? Go. Because my room doesn't have the plug. Well, let me. I have an extension. It's a whole thing. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Good thing we at the end. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. This probably went over. I'm going to edit it, though. I'm going to edit it out. I'm going to edit stuff out. <laughs> I'm going to edit out all the gaps. It's going to be story, story, story. Okay. So it comes to a point where they're getting everybody into the, get inside, get inside. Mm-hmm. And um, this demon is coming. Got to jack stuff up. Bryce. Um, tricks Connor's brother into going in so she can stop the demon so he can be saved. So then mm-hmm. the door is closed. They're safe. That's great. Now she's out in the open though. She's out in the open exposed to all these demons and stuff like that. Alright? But she, um... Star bright. Star light. She has her light. And the light against the demons and stuff could do a little something, something maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, what she ends up doing... I'm trying to see, did she do her light first? She did her light first. This is the important part, okay? Mm-hmm. She does end up doing her light thing that um mm-hmm. that kills, yes, she does do her light thing. So first she decides, I'm going to run to one of these kind of um, power sources in the city mm-hmm. and use that to like magnify her light. Mm. Or use it to end, and she knocks out most of the demons in that area, which is dope. Smart. But she ends up weak, super weak. Mm. And there's still a crap load of demons left. They're just waiting in the corners, basically, for Mm -hmm. the stuff to go down to kind of come out, jack everything up, whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now her only other chance at this point. Oh, and hunting them finally make it. Hunting them make it. And to save her, to help her, to help her. Not necessarily save her, but to help her. Mm -hmm. The issue is the table the top, top people know that this demon thing is going crazy and can destroy everything. So what do they do now that everybody's safely inside or whatever? They decide to go and drop like some bombs on the mug on the city. Everyone's who in their safe houses that be safe from this. It's like bomb shelters. They'll be all right. Okay. But um, anybody who's not in the safe houses like bracing them or hunting them who then came to help. So Mm -hmm. they were about to drop a bomb on where Bryce was. And part of us thinks that they knew Bryce was there and was going to do it because they were telling them, don't do it, don't do it. But they decided to give them the go anyway because mm-hmm. Bryce also represented a lot of danger to them. Mm-hmm. She, she could take you know, them out. Starborn. We found out all the stuff on national TV. She's, you know, messing up the status quo. She's the ultimate conspiracy theory in this world come to life. And she done killed the archangel and got Hunt to kill another one. Mm-hmm. This destroy. this like really their power. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they probably dropped that suck on her anyway. Mm-hmm. So, he's about to drop on her. Hunt is like, no! Goes to save her. Jumps out the airplane to cover her. Protects her. 
He does. But at his own cost. His wings all torn up. He's jacked. He about to die. He twitching mm-hmm. on the ground almost dead. Oh, no, gosh. <laughs> right. Right. So, she's like, you loved me. <laughs> you loved me. And you she really heard, loved like, me. what I'm supposed to do, what can I do? <clears throat> what can I do, you know, all this stuff. So, the last effort that she can do at this point is to try to make the drop. Okay? Because her making the drop I hate that I'm going blank. Her making the drop, she can, um, once you make the drop also, like whatever power you could have had or whatever, all that solidifies too, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Okay. So then it might become more powerful. Like when you come out, people realize how powerful you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. They kind of do like a power measure, kind of like Goku and them style. Okay. <laughs> well, and mm-hmm. so she feels like that's her only chance of survival and saving someone at this point is to go in there and see what she can come out with. Mm-hmm. You know, so she decides that she needs to make this drop, but she needs someone. She needs an anchor. She needs an anchor to make the drop. Mm-hmm. So she goes up to like one of the city centers and through the city centers, there's like a, a portal thing you can put your hand on and speak to other people in other districts to try to come and help or, you know, answer, answer me. Hello, is anyone there type deal? So she puts her thing on there to try to talk to anyone near, like, can you, someone come to me, come help me, because she's trying to make this drop. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but she's alone. Ain't nobody out there. So you're like, ain't, nothing, ain't no way she can make the drop by herself. And then out of all the silence, you hear- Her brother? Her father? No. You hear, light it up. Light it up, B. Light it up, B. And she looks up and she's like, Danica. And she's like, Light it up, B. Girl. <laughs> and I tell you the best friend story. Girl. Was she like just a Danica spirit? Or? got permission from the deaf god, dude. Oh. This is the price. Oh. Same way, Bryce. Stop it, Tamaya. Same way, Bryce. <laughs> Sacrificed herself. So Danica could have time, could be in the afterworld. Danica sacrificed what was left of her soul to come to the world, her spirit to come to the world to help Bryce in this drop. So she makes the drop. And they're screaming at each other the whole time light it up, B, light it up, B, light it up. <laughs> And they get down there and they see each other because it's a spirit. This is a souls now, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's just like hugging Danica and just like, Danica, like this, like, I'm good. And she's like, go back up. And she's like, no, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Hunt's almost dead. You know, all this stuff, like, mm-hmm. you're the only person who really matters to me. I'd mm-hmm. rather stay down here and it's the abyss of nothing forever with you then go back up there and danica's like no you still have a life to live you still got things to do Mm -hmm. i'll be with you the whole time but really she gives up her spot so who knows where the heifer is now oh (laughs) and so she talks her into doing it again to to living life again to giving it all the chance to not being Mm -hmm. scared of life but to just do it 
just mm-hmm. do. And so with her power and everything, and everybody on the com- in the comms, like they can't believe it because they can hear the light it up too. They see Oh, wow. But they're like, wow. but Danica's dead. Yeah. And she comes up and Danica uses the last, last of her strength because she would not have been able to do that alone to shoot mm. her back up. Wow. She basically inherits more power than even her father through the process. Wow. Not only is she starborn, she's super powerful now. And when she Mm -hmm. comes back, her power is so immense that she literally heals everything. She heals Hunt. She heals the, the, the buildings. Like stuff is healed. And the star power, the demons are gone. Wow. Is yeah. that the end? Is that the end? Because I'm, I'm waiting for another. It's basically the end. Like, they, okay. um, I was about to say, is there another thing? Hunt, right. Hunt and her have another teaser where they never finish off. Mm. And the the table people, the top, top people call her in her house. Like, we're so glad that you're safe. We're so glad that you're fine. So are you are. Like, it will be great for us to, you know, as long as you stay happy, healthy, and home and enjoy your life. We will not come after Hunt or you, and everything will be great. So don't mess with us and mess with our power, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Super threat and disappear. Yeah. So you know the next book, so they got to mess with some power. You know they're going to mess with some power. Taking the table down. Right. But there's mm-hmm. two things that happen in the end, very short. That's the end end. One, she goes on... Um, the boat again out into the water where she could see the deaf city and all that again. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like for one last final and for one last final hurrah, like the 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 clouds part and the death god allows her to see the pack. Danica's pack. Aww. Okay. She sees all Connor. of her. Connor. Connor. <laughs> everybody but Danica, because Danica sacrificed herself, so she ain't there no more. Mm. So, and she knows, she knows that, but it was just like, but it was like the confirmation. Mm. So, bye y'all. And then at the end, mm-hmm. at the end, because there's like, you know, like a Marvel thing where they throw it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica is on a bench talking to um, one of the princes of hell. We meet him earlier in the book, actually. Apparently he came to um, Bryce years ago at, in the form of a cat when she got thrown out of the oracle spot he came and visited her while she was crying in the woods mm. and talked to her and was all like what blinds an oracle like he knew her mm-hmm. secrets but didn't talk to her about it mm-hmm. so later on in the book when she's growing and her and Hunt figuring stuff out they summon him so she can try to figure out what demon or who summoned that demon. He's like, I don't know. That's my brother's. That's probably my brother's hell realm, not mine. Like, he's dope. Girl, when I tell you the way they explained this man, he only had like a quick part in this book, this Prince of Hell. Mm-hmm. But he seemed dope. Like, he automatically is a likable character. Okay. Like, you want to know more about him and why okay. he came to visit Bryce and stuff. And he's like really gorgeous. He's like super pale, or whatever, but he's like vampire fine. Vampire fine, that's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coin that vampire fine. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, but anyway, yes. So he shows up at the end of the book again as a cat mm-hmm. talking to Jessica. We're like, yo, mm-hmm. Jessica is on another level of power. Mm-hmm. She ain't just a boss with all this stuff. She got some 
Keep it knowing you gotta check the people that know the books and know what's That's going the thing, on. Actually, she was a witch. She was a witch, a powerful mm. witch. But everybody, only thing anyone knows about her is that she sold herself to the death god. So she's like the death god's person. Not necessarily the hell, but she basically left being a witch to be the death god's guy. Mm. Right hand man or woman. Mm. So she over here talking to the prince of hell like an old friend. And the prince of hell and all them talking about like Yo, Hunt's father, like, Hunt's father would be proud of him. And we're like, wait, who's Hunt's father? And they're, like, um, talking about how uh, she's like, yo, just don't leave us, like, last time if you're going to be, you know, back in Bryce's life or in our lives or whatever. And he's like, I wouldn't, not when things are getting so interesting. And then the book kind of is, like, mm, girl. Mm. So, whew. I like that sneaky, like, layered plan. Yes, Hunty. Yes crap out of this final thoughts about the book i felt like it was um initially i felt like it was a yellow light because it was slow and that it was a build-up of build-ups of build-ups okay technicalities i felt um um, i'll give it a green light because all the the hints and stuff throughout the book even though she kept us in the dark a lot of the times they were worth it Mm. and the finalities i definitely give it a green light all stars green light it was a great book to read because it just it pulled you in immediately with that whole stomp the yard trick then it kept you holding on with all those but but it kept you enough that you just needed to go on even though it wouldn't give you yeah. you just wanted to keep going. you gotta figure out and then it closed out with the biggest most epic closer and y'all i didn't give y'all all the details y'all gotta read it yourself it was so much action it was like a good action movie Woo! so good okay excellent book definitely read it mm-hmm. definitely take the time it will make I'm you cry it will I'm make invested. you invest it yeah, yes. Invest. yes yes it will make you cry it will make you wonder and make you realize like woo, woo, woo. it was wonderful it was wonderful and bryce even though she was not my favorite character she still like yeah yeah, yeah, I like yeah. her though. I like her. Yeah, now she didn't came around. She didn't came around. I like her. I will say mm-hmm. about her and Hunt's relationship, they cute, but I hope she tricks us like she does in all her other books. How so? She always tricks you in her books. She's there's always like a love interest. There's something happens. Either the love changes or they get deeper. That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, with the glasses. It's <laughs> always changing. Like you got one love interest, you're like, this is it. I hope it's not some like Pocahontas thing where she comes over with one John and ends up with some other person. Might it might hey it might. I don't like that. Sometimes she do that, but girl, the way she do it, you don't question it. You know, she's so good at her writing. What if it's that she can make you fall in love with one dude, Connor's little brother, and then make you completely switch to Connor was the first love. No, but we was ready for some kind of loving. We was ready, little brother. I thought something might happen. That's where my money's going to bank. My money's going to the Prince of Hell. Oh. How old is he? (laughs) How old is he? Girl, it's a life of immortality. When you're in these fantasy worlds, it doesn't matter. Many hundred and twenty, five hundred year olds be messing around with 20 year olds. It is what it is. But they still look like 20 year olds, though. Okay. It's Mm -hmm. like the vampire Vampire fine. Vampire fine. That's right. Vampire fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's fine. I'm pulling for the prince. Okay. 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 I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Come on, prince. Come on, prince. <laughs> of hell. You forgot the hell. Of part. hell. Of hell. Okay. <laughs> He's not just a simple prince. Right, of, 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 <laughs> yes, girl. Oh, and yes. Yeah, oh. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. And O'Connor's mm-hmm. brother was actually in love with like another person from the pack. So it really sucked to him on two levels. Person he was in love with and his brother got killed. Oh who knows? It could be it could be them again. It could be many things. It's so and then no he lost them too. lost another one. Yes, Damn. yes. But mm-hmm. she does that. She tricks you. She'll have you. I was ready for Connor loving. And mm-hmm. then Hunt came in. And I'm like, oh, I like Hunt. But mm-hmm. he ain't got me like she got me before. This woman knows how to get you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. She has some love stories in her stories. It's like they were never the first love stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then there's ones that were the first love stories. But the main characters? Oh, girl, please. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the next book. <laughs> y'all, y'all, my first Five to six, seven, eight, nine, ten. My first many of books will be Sarah J. Moss. I'm going to tell you now. My fiction selections will be mostly Sarah J. Moss. Mm, I, I believe you. Because they I are the freshest. They're the ones I want to read over and over again and still feel it. I might read the rest of the chapter, the one I was just. Mm, yeah. La Hava. La Hava. La Hava. For my friends, and I am not afraid. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I can't wait for the next book. But we have other books that have technically finished or are still kind of going that we can discuss. Okay. Yes. Akatar. Well, that's what's yeah, fun. I'm invested. Akatar next. I think we'll go backwards. Crescent City, okay. Akatar, Throne of Glass, because that's the order. She threw, read it, did it. Throne of Glass, Akatar. Crescent City, but I'm going to talk about it backwards. Okay. I'm invested, friend. I'm invested. This is the I'm first time you gave me like a run, run through. A run, run through. Right. And I gave you what you always ask for, which I never do. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I'm st- I still want to read it for myself. Good. Or I listen to it for myself. Yeah. No, it's fine. I don't always have time to sit down with my book either. Yeah. Only book I got, well, time I got time. to sit down with I these days time. is the Bible. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> reach about hallelujah 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 mm-hmm. yep yeah, so yep yeah, thank you guys for listening to the films of fiction um and our fiction side of our podcast we will right now all of our rough videos until lisa feels completely confident with enough sunlight will be mainly on <laughs> will be mainly on the patreon page guys we need to do this more often i always forget but i do want you guys to like to to subscribe to follow us and if you want to please sign up to our patreon if you have it to support that would be great we can actually afford to do this all the time and we will bust out the content for you if we can please 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 definitely Mm -hmm. contribute definitely support if you don't feel like supporting us for our content support us for our shirts we got some really cute ideas we put them really cute on 321merch.com so check that out too Mm -hmm. check that out and remember and if Remember. you want to see us right now, if you want to see the roughness, Patreon, girls, come on, and guys, go ahead, pay for it. Pay for the rough, <laughs> for rough viewing. That sounds so backwards. But remember, judge not, least you be judged. Least what? Least you be. Shut up. Let me let me do it again. Do it again, and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it just like that. Go ahead. Funny <laughs> <laughs> when you keep the bloopers. Go ahead. Go ahead. Remember always. Judge not, least ye be judged. Yes. That will be my tagline every time. That's right. That's a good one. Make mm-hmm. sure you can say it each time. Yes. I re- oh, no. I remember it. I, remember I don't even it. remember it. Make sure you can say it. That's your face. 
I love you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Alrighty, sounds like a plan. Nope. Let me go get my baby so my husband can go to work. Oh yes. All right, love you, friend. Night night. Love you, night night. We made it. Nine percent. Nine percent. I know I didn't want the computer to decide when we hung up. That's yeah, I know that's why I was scared. I was like, I gotta tell her at some point <laughs> that this is um and I kept looking down like mm. you're gonna have to explain to me that that wire situation eventually. 